daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Little piece of trivia. I know you watching on YouTube cannot hear the bed music right now. You have your own original, but for those of you that are can hear the bed music on the show, this is the first song I ever played on the radio. Where was that at? 92 J. 92 J's my this was my opening song, first day ever to be on. And I walked the top of the hour like I just did with that with that one. <laughs> Remember the 92J, WLJS, Jacksonville. Then I kicked in the back. Uh, so, um, and I thought, well, the journey has begun. I can't believe I'm even here. <laughs> My goodness, I may have to get new underwear. Uh, so anyway, uh, we start this hour out. Welcome back to Rick and Bubba, back from the weekend. Uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, Speedy's on Skype. Uh, he'll be returning us, returning to us this week, or if not, he'll hold off and start next week. We'll take a vote on that. Speedy, I'm sorry, I meant to do that in the break. We didn't do it, uh, but um, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Uh, he had uh, one of his kids test positive that was there at the house. They haven't been exposed to him other than him being up in his own room. Uh, they aren't having any symptoms, aren't having any problems, and I think tomorrow's day ten. Is that right, Speedy? Yeah, t- tomorrow's day ten. Day ten. So. Uh, and he's feeling great. He's fine. He's come out the other side. Bubba, your daughter's feeling good. She's yeah, fine. she she finishes her uh, lockdown either today or tomorrow. I can't remember which day it is. Had another friend of mine that had the one, good, one of their young adult children also have it. He had like one or two bad days, but he's felt bad. he's feeling fine as well. So um, glad to hear all, all that's uh, doing better and everybody's coming out on the other side of it. Uh, Bubba, and today. Uh, Mickey Dean, we announced uh, to you uh, the sad news from his family that um, that he has passed away. Uh, his brother, I mean, his son last night, actually, and this is so Mickey Dean, and Bubba, you got some stuff too. He, remember I told you that his son told me that Mickey today would have turned 75? Really? His, his son said he's wrong. It was 74. He said I was a year off. <laughs> so, so, so Mickey Dean would have turned 74 today. Uh, and uh, so he was 73 uh, last week when he passed officially. Almost get almost got to his seventy fourth uh, birthday, but uh, his family uh, and friends will gather today to uh, to have his funeral. You know, we uh, we were talking last week, even uh, amongst ourselves off the air, about some of our favorite Mickey moments. Yeah, there's so and, many. Uh, you know, I know you, you did an interview. I did one too on Friday. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but I got an email about a story I'd completely forgot about. Uh, one of the listeners had brought up uh, the story of who's in charge of the donkey. Uh, and, See, and, I, I and, and, and I was vague and then yep. I started, uh, it, it, I think it had to do with a Christmas special where they were going to have live mm-hmm. animals You're right. and, uh, something to do with milk duds. Uh, but I, uh, that's all I could remember. Yeah. All I I'm going to have to go pull that story. Have it, we got that one? Speedy, do, do you remember it? Yeah. Spe- oh, I play that a lot on the best of show. T- uh, tell yes. us the story. Yeah, what briefly. happened? Uh, well, it was, it was a, it was a service at church and, and the donkey, uh, had a mind, a mind of its own, if you know what I mean. And so they were like, who's in charge of the donkey here? You know? So it was, it's a good best of. Was was there a moment in there, Bubba brought up something in it, you know, we're at the age now where something may fire 
but it doesn't mean you can remember it. Okay. It, 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 I knew it brought up a yeah. happy memory. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when Bubba first brought it up, I didn't have any recollection. He kept on and finally also like that old truck. Turned over. I was like, wait, I think I'm going to crank. But I don't Well, there was something about milk duds in it. Was somebody feed the donkey milk duds? To keep it calm or something? Yeah. And I want to. Okay. Here I am. I'm sparking here too. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I can't remember. I'll have to. I'm going to listen to it in the break, by the way. I have it on my computer. Okay. So okay. the donkey, I know, like That's you not. said, donkeys have a mind of their own. There's a reason why we refer to somebody as one. Right. When they're difficult. Right. And uh, and so, uh, and, and then I remember that phrase, who's in charge of the donkey? I do remember that. And did That's Mickey funny. somehow get in charge of it or something? Uh, I, Speedy, you're going to have to help us out because I'm struggling on that one. I cannot <laughs> remember the details of it. Granny Maybell, I remember vividly. Yeah, I vivid. yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's one of your favorites. Oh, I love Granny Maybell. I yeah. play it a lot on the best of. Yeah, so, uh, and I'm sure we'll be uh, dropping some of that in on Friday's best of show uh, as well. But uh, yeah, emailers all, all weekend long were sending their, their favorite Mickey Dean memories. And <laughs> the Whipper's hard to beat. Gosh, that's good too. <laughs> Do you remember the whipper? I moment? love the whipper. Do you remember that one? Take him home when I think you've got <laughs> That may be my favorite, by the way. It's just a whole, it's a whole bunch of stuff. The whipper. Uh, Mama, take him home I think you've got Whip, whip. <laughs> I think we were at a hunting lodge when he told that the first time I yeah. saw it. Oh, well, we were laughing about the time. You know that. You know, Do you remember we did that whole show? There wasn't but about. There was more of us than there were of anybody else. I think it's that time Greg asked that guy where he got his monster boots. Yeah, 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 that was it. And that, and we just we put on a show, but it was mostly for us. Yeah, that was it. And and whoever was on stage got up on the hearth. You remember that? Yes, yes. And I, and I mean, the hearth wasn't yes. that big, and so you could only have one person up there at a time. But somebody would intro somebody else, and then they would come up and do something. Do you remember that? Well, the thing that I remember most about Mickey is he was never dressed appropriate for what we were doing. No, <laughs> never. And I know coming for us, that sounds weird. Well, no, I, you mean like he, he didn't yeah. have enough clothes yeah, on. No, he well, had a pair of blue jeans like, and a button down, yeah. and they drop him out at a hunting stand. Yeah. And, and you look down, he's got a pair of boat shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, like, and a real, rifle. And, and it's real cold. He played He played for the Rick and Bubba softball team. He never wore anything other than jeans. <laughs> I know it. Do you remember that? He'd have his jersey on and jeans and then yes. boat shoes again. He loved him boat shoes. Oh, yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's a late guy. But but what was uh, – but well, I was uh-huh. laughing about another one because we were talking about – and y'all have heard this story. And it was early on when the show decided we would all start hunting together. And maybe when we realized we, we liked it more than we had since. And that was the time that we, we were invited to hunt somewhere and they had been baiting and we didn't know it. And, every, yeah, right. and, the, and the game warden showed up and everybody got in trouble. And I can still remember this. Mickey, you know, again, was hanging out. There's not a piece of camo to be found. Okay, right. right. He's still dressed. Yeah, he's, he's still dressed like he bit the lake. <laughs> he's yeah. the campfire comedian. <laughs> and so that guy says, I, "I'm gonna have to check everybody's license." And so he went to Mickey. Mickey said, "I ain't got no license." He said, "Well, you." He was about to give him a citation. He said, wait a minute, I ain't got to have a license to stand around the fire and tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, when are you going to have a license for that? I, I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm just a camp comedian. I, I, think, ain't, I ain't been out to the woods yet. I think that time that Mickey had to go out in the woods with his boat shoes on and the button-up like froze to death, he, he quit. <laughs> yeah. He said he ain't hunting anymore. I, I have to have a license with the guy that stands around the fire and tells jokes. That's funny. That's but, funny. That's, of course, then. He went on a lot of hunting trips with us. Yeah. 
but but he just hung out at the, camp, know, at the house well, and told jokes. And that's all right. yeah, I remember him going out a few times, but it was rare. Yeah, if he went out, it, it, it would be Mickey. Like right now, if he would be if 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 you were like dealing with somebody with COVID, he'd be the one guy that would show up with no hazmat suit. Right, he'd right. just be dressed in a button down <laughs> and, and, and some shorts <laughs> or his jeans or his boat shoes. Yeah, it's like he just never put on anything else. <laughs> no matter what the situation, no, no. he dressed exactly the same. He was not going to budge. <laughs> I believe if he went to a football practice, he would get out wide with a button down, some jeans on, and some boat shoes. <laughs> you know, like, get in there, Mickey. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, never, never, but uh, so he, uh, oh, there's a gosh. lot to, to laugh about, <laughs> to laugh no. about, and a lot of stuff. Thank goodness that he was here in the era that you, we actually recorded stuff. Because you think about how many yeah. things back with you and me early on that never got recorded because they really wouldn't have any way to do it. Well, and, and some of it is just hard to retrieve, you know. Yeah. Well, VHS tapes. It was a great idea, but they're, well, we they're got, hard. And we got a bunch of them. It's yeah. just, it's just real time consuming. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back and uh, we'll look back uh, over the weekend as well and talk about taking a trip up to Columbia, South Carolina, and all. Columbia. You know, and again, I went into those. You know, there, those there's those different Rick and Bubba experiences that are out there. You know, we talk about your podcast people that that, that, that don't catch up. They're not modern. They're they're living in a Rick and Bubba past. And some of that we'll talk about. When we come back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boom, 20 minutes past the knees. hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you all for being with us. So we mentioned this, and, uh, and Speedy actually talked about it in the kickoff hour. It is a very bizarre, and, and it could find its way to, you know, the giant game of Rick and Bubba knowledge. You know, if you want to be someone who says uh, you maybe you're playing Rick and Bubba trivia, uh, trying to figure out one little interesting piece of Rick and Bubba trivia, and there's a lot, is that Speedy's mom and dad, and and Greg and I, our mom and dad, were married on the exact same day, uh, and that is today, uh, which is very very interesting. I mean, and and we didn't we do some figuring that we think that their weddings were only like four hours apart mm-hmm. or something like that. Speedy, yeah, is that right? Yeah. And they were in the room next door to each other, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they, both of them were married by Elvis. Uh, no. Uh, so the, the, the now the year, is it, was it exactly the same day? Like same, uh-huh. they're, yeah. they're both. Same year. Yep. Same year. Yep. So today yep. is how many? 57? 57. Yes. Is it wow. 57 years wow. uh, mm-hmm. that mom and dad uh, for Speedy and mom and dad for Greg and me uh, married today. And so we have to give them a big one, two. Happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind. That's good. So, uh, so we sing that for them, and I know Speedy that your dad has written a poem. Is that correct? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's called Heaven Made. Uh, Heaven just for Made. Greg. Yeah. Now, since you're not here, we don't have any music. You know, usually oh. you're the person that puts the theme music under it. Uh, and you know, I'm looking at Greg. He's not going to do that and read the poem. You know, so we got to have music. Uh, Rick, just play something. You want me to try here? I'll, let me play find. Something. I'll find something. Okay, hang on. Give, give me just a minute to talk about just that. Put but some instrumental something. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't something think it has yeah. to be. That. I'll, I'll find something here. Let, let me. Yeah. Let, let me go. I'll Google just, romantic instrumental. Yeah, that's where I made it. I mean, romantic. Oh, you do? Oh, hang on. Skype out's got some. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> All right, Greg, go will ahead. Somebody, will somebody put the, some headphones by the computer so I can hear this? I love this. Yeah, it's, it's, Where do they go? I don't know. All right, so Hounds is on it. Where, 
Do I need to do anything? What mic, what mic do you need? Are you good? Okay, all right. So, all right. So, all right. So, Adler, do this. Can you start that over when Greg starts reading? Okay. All right. So, the, so Greg, uh, are you ready, buddy? I haven't had enough proof. No, that makes it even better. That makes it even better. Here we go. All right, so here we go. Here for for mom and dad. This is with no proof. For for the Wilburns and the Burgesses, happy anniversary. The poem's called Greg. Heaven made. Heaven made. Two score and 17 years ago, we were married, my love. You were the gift that continues to overwhelm me. You must have only come from God above. You became my wife when you said I do. And I said the same and leaned over and kissed you. Then we started our journey, which is still going strong. We've allowed God to lead us in our beautiful marriage song. We've negotiated many valleys, climbed mountains high. We've crossed many bridges. We've done it all side by side. God's word is true as we truly have become one. And during our amazing journey, he has blessed us with a daughter, and a slightly overgreeting son. <laughs> oh, how I love you, my darling, with every fiber of my heart. And I will love you, protect you forever, as I have from a very anointed start. Happy 57. I love you. Um, your man. Uh, is your man again? Yes. Oh, your man. Wow. Thank Greg, you. Adler. That was a nice ad in there. You like that? Yeah. It was good. Greg, your ability to read points. I think you've got a you've got a gift, buddy. You think that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Speedy, have you? <laughs> it, th- thank you for you know the the two of us together combined. It makes it possible for us to be able to remember this day. That's right. <laughs> it, it's uh, right. Uh, two of you. August thirty first is just a. Uh, Guys, we just did this. It seemed like months ago. I know it's mm-hmm. hard to believe. I know we we keep saying that over and over, but this one really surprised me. Well, we're we're blessed to be able to both uh, Speedy you and and yeah. us to be yes. able to. To watch how they have uh, they have they lived out marriage the way it's supposed to be lived out. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Years. Years. Wow, that's amazing. That's fifty-seven. A, that's, that's, years. A, that's a big number. Also known as two score and seventeen years ago. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you hey, know, do you know? Do you know? Just to, just if I could throw myself under the bus, uh, when he sent that to me and my sister, I said, "Dad," because I I looked at it, but I didn't really read it, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, "Because he's always like check." Check it for typos because mm. uh, of his his eyesight. He talks everything into notes or whatever on his phone, and and it dictates it and puts it down. And I said, Dad, I I, I see one typo uh, where you put seventeen years at the top. I'll change that to fifty seven. He said, No, actually, it's it's right. It's two two score and seventeen years ago. That and came in way like, above your head. And oh, yeah, it, did, it did. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, my bad. That's on me. <laughs> that's, that's just not right. You, you got two score and something here. <laughs> we don't use we don't use the, the marker score a lot Every anymore. Every score is 20. You, you know, the yeah. Gettysburg Address is pretty much the only other time I've ever heard that's it used. Yeah. I will have yeah. to agree. Yeah, and, and that's the first thing you think of. Yeah. 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 Is Trump going to go there and give a new speech? He says he was. Okay. Uh, well, I don't he did know. say that. I, know. I mean, he, he did say that. <laughs> that, that, that's that's straight up true right there. So uh, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll continue to um, you know this is that thing where I'm like I don't know if mom's watching on YouTube right now because you know mom's a tuber and mm. she watches on YouTube every, every day. That's right. So, that's so cool. I don't know if they're up and moving right now. But well, congratulations to both set of parents. Absolutely, that's awesome. It is. Uh, so this past weekend, Bubba, I journeyed uh, to Columbia, South Carolina, and uh, you know the, the, our our relationship with the people of South Carolina has been an on again, off again relationship. You know, we, we had a, a affiliate one time in, in Sumter, 
uh, that kind of I don't know if they went out of business or they took us off. Now, right, you know, right now, as far as Columbia, you got about an hour and fifteen minute drive to Woodruff, South Carolina, and we're on ninety five point nine there, fifteen ten a.m. But that's an hour and fifteen from right. Columbia, so that right. that's a long way for that to have to reach out. Uh, so the people there in Columbia, they they've never had a Rick and Bubba affiliate. And, and it's interesting because of the great technology that we have today. It, it's so interesting to go into, you know, a market where really the only access to Rick and Bubba, it, it all came from this new stuff. So you have, you know, a, a number of people that have no idea what this is about. And then you have, like, the ones that are in, they're insert twist. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're way in. You know, so you have two extremes. You've got couldn't care less, don't even know what's going on. And then you have the I'm all about this. <laughs> I mean, I've got the T-shirts. I mean, I I, I mean, we get off uh, of the plane, and and I mean, we're greeted, uh, you know, with with Daryl Wood and, and his wife, and they're standing there, and the and, and his wife Bethany, or as he calls her, the redhead. And, and so 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 we get off the plane, and there's a Jesus loves you, and I'm trying shirt, and then there's a Rick and Bubba common sense is a superpower T-shirt. Waiting right. on us, and that makes you feel yeah, good. And then, it? and then you go from I know everything about the show, top to bottom, to who are you now? Yeah. You know, and it and it was it was a weird, you know, when all else failed, you know, we pulled barbecue that was been that, that the men had been working on all day. So it's their, they, I think it's their fourth year they've had a sportsman's banquet, and and Daryl is is serious about the men's ministry there at his church, uh, at, at Grace, and so. They they he's been trying to find a way for for me to get up there for we've worked on it for a number of years then of course COVID I was supposed to have been there months ago right. had to move it and then we got there the, the distancing the mask and you know uh, door prize hey you know what you know when you know somebody means business is when you look and there's an AR fifteen up in the door prize yeah, you know hey, I mean that I mean, you and, mean business Rick yeah. that the smell of diesel a condenser microphone yeah, I mean it's a it's a short they, list they, but that's they, on there I mean you look and somebody's got a got a diesel Kubota ATV sitting there giving mm-hmm. it away so mm-hmm. it was it was mm-hmm. a big big time did uh, they crank it so you could smell it well you know what he drove us to the event in a diesel and as soon as I walked out he had his diesel running his truck yeah and he said you know what that means don't you I said absolutely somebody means business somebody means business that's right so. I just want to thank uh, Daryl and all the folks there. And, Bubba, I would say this right here today. Probably want to say hello to a bunch of new listeners because I had a number of people coming up and go, now, now tell me about y'all again. What, what is this again? And how can I get it here in Columbia, South Carolina? So thank, I think we may have picked up some new some new listeners with this as well. But thanks to the Man Church team. Everybody did a great job. We were there. They're going to get back with us and implement the full discipleship strategy. Daryl, you and Bethany and everybody there could not have been more gracious host. Uh, outstanding host and we had a great time and um you know your hard work and your obedience i mean there were people that um uh, that god used that as their appointment and uh, it was a big big weekend a big time and i can't thank you enough not only for what you did for men's ministry but how supportive you've been of this whole show and what we do and spreading the word there in columbia south carolina so thanks a lot for that had a great time with all of you bottom of the hour we'll be right back Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. go 35 minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show thank you for being with us 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number as we make our way back. So looking ahead, our, our thanks again to uh, the folks at uh, Grace Baptist Church there in Columbia, South Carolina. Enjoyed the Sportsman's Banquet. It was great to see all of you. Some of you that are new to the show now after that. Uh, and, of course, all of you there, and they're excited about going forward uh, with the men's discipleship strategy with themanchurch.com. If you're looking for other opportunities, a couple of things I'll hit you with from the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, Panama City, uh, Highland Park Baptist Church, September 16th. Uh, the Man Church, we will be there, and I'm honored to be speaking to those men. September 20th, uh, Man Church at Fiddler's Green in Jacksonville, Alabama. Going back home to Calhoun County, be there uh, in, uh, in now Greg's hometown and where Mom and Dad live and where I spent, uh, at least I guess when I was in college, I was there so, uh, hanging out with Mom when they when they moved there and Dad coaching. So Fiddler's Green, Jacksonville, going to have a men's event there and implement the manchurch.com. September 30th, we're kicking it off. Uh, the Overwatch Men's Ministry uh, will be putting this on at First Baptist Church in Douglas, Georgia, on Wednesday night, September 30th. That'll be their first man church gathering, and it'll kick off the whole strategy. Uh, and then uh, in October, I'll be at the First Baptist Columbus in Columbus, Mississippi, for their men's event. So all those things right now are at uh, rickandbubba.com and burgessministries.com and upcoming events. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, Better prices every day. And also Sunday night, yet last night, we did a virtual man church for my home church where we kind of you know put the strategy together and worked on it for about four years before we went out national. If you would like to plug in via Zoom to some really good small group um, uh, Bible studies we have available, including Helmsy and some other guys teaching the pursuit from themanchurch.com, uh, if you'll just send us your information uh, uh, just go email right now to get information on the Bible studies we have available that you can plug into. We've got some great teachers right now, and almost all of these you can do virtually anywhere in the country. Uh, men of Shades at Shades.org. That's the name of the men's ministry at my home church. That's also in show notes. So if you watched the virtual last night, you didn't jot down the Bible studies, or you'd like to see them and consider some of those, you could join anywhere in the country via Zoom. Uh, just go to rickandbubba.com under show notes, see that email address, and, uh, and and ask for some information to be sent to you. Bubba, we do have a science update, and I know this is a, this one's got a number of things in it. So uh, the old SpaceX continues, Bubba. I know that you're you're thrilled by what they're doing. Rick, SpaceX is at it again. Man, they are launching some rockets, aren't they? So what happened? I don't even know what happened. Well, last night, Rick, SpaceX launched another rocket from Florida uh, into orbit, but it took a different trajectory as it left for most flights that come from the east coast of Florida, rather than heading eastward after launch, this SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket headed south after liftoff, skirting over Florida's southeast coast and heading over Cuba. That's because this mission is headed to what's known as a polar orbit, a path that runs mostly north to south over the Earth's poles. Uh, These kind of missions usually do not take place from Florida. In fact, it's the first time that they've had a polar launch there since 1969. How about that? Mm. Up until now, most polar launches in the U.S. uh, take place from the southern coast of California. That way, the rockets fly over open water uh, as they head into orbit. But this one skirted down the Florida coast and over Cuba before it uh, went on into space. So a little different path there, but just showing the flexibility again and the success rate of the Falcon 9 from SpaceX. 
They're saw, on a roll right now. I was watching. Got to call it. I was watching. If you have the YouTube option, what Adler was showing, yeah. and watching that thing sit back down. Rick, that is that, sit back down. That that is just such an six- example of of the private sector versus the way the government does it. The government gets a budget for a launch, mm-hmm. and and they know that's the budget for that launch, mm-hmm. and they they use the, all of it, and then they get another budget for the next one. Well. You know, Elon Musk, I have to give him this. He said, man, we got to reuse these things to get the cost down. You know, his whole goal was to get the cost down on this stuff. And when you can reuse these boosters like that and see that the, the ability to land it like that, people said there's no way possible you can do that. Well, guess what? Yes, you can. All right. So so, so th- on that. And they blew up a lot of them trying to get yeah, it figured oh, yeah, out. It which wasn't, is, yeah, they had to work at it. But they, what I'm saying is they've really got it they dialed have. in now. They so. Are you saying, I just want to be sure I have this right, and I'll quote, let's hear Ronald Reagan first. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So are you saying that the private sector was able to do this and keep costs down something the government was has not been able to pull off well it, it was just a whole different format of the right. way they got money allocated to them of what they were trying but to do but why can't the government do and, a good can, can why can't they budget and why can't they be people that get the most out of a dollar well they just never see, seem this, to be able to do that. no one holds them accountable That's well th- this is part of that new thought process bringing in private sector right. to do some jobs that uh, the private sector is capable of doing and then let them work on some other. That's and I right. mean, yeah. NASA is a management Hybrid. organization anyway. I mean, they have private contractors that build parts. I mean, they don't, you know, they integrate them, but they uh, no, somebody this, comes yeah. in to build them. No, this is so, just an indictment on the government. It's not right. an indictment on yeah. NASA, right? Because they're only as good as you said as who they're partnering with. But uh, but the problem, the reason why it's important to make these conversations too is you've got a a far left. Uh, ideology right now that is trying to tell you, and this is the part you're seeing with the church and everything, that the answer to everything in life, that the worship should be the worship of the government. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that's, man, we've had some pretty bad, pretty bad uh, uh, folks over our world history that had that attitude, and it's, it's not a good one. Well, it, it, Rick, it's, it's there, not there's some people who are just bad at math. You can't have a country entirely of government workers tax them on a part of their salary and have enough money to pay everybody and run the government. Right. I mean, you just can't do that. So, um, no, I think it's a, I think it's a great step forward in mm-hmm. the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we learn, it takes time to do this. I mean, we've, you know, we've learned along the way. We learned in Mercury. We, we learned in Gemini. We learned in Apollo. We learned in building the space station and the space shuttle. And we saw the good, the bad, the weaknesses, and uh, you know we're we're rolling all that into what we're doing now. And uh, hopefully, this space launch system is going to be something that we will use for a long, long time. And they'll have some flexibility in how they do it, so you don't have to tear everything down and redesign it again. That's where you really run into the money. Elon Musk continues with a story today: Fitbit in your skull brain chip. Now I know when you mention the word chip. <laughs> what happens all, all across yeah. Rick and Bubba land. Oh, yeah. And they've demonstrated it on a pig. <clears throat> uh, and you know, it, look, it actually uh, fits quite nicely under your skull. Now, let's be real careful on the placement of this. Let's yeah, be real yeah, careful. Yeah. Well, and I'd be paying attention to numbers, all kinds of things. Yeah. We don't want it on a wrist, and we, we do not want it <laughs> on the forehead. On the forehead. That's yeah. awful close to the forehead right there. Well, Rick, I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm hmm. sure some people, when they invented pacemakers, thought, you know, this is a, the mark of the beast. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's obviously that's a great technology that helps 
many, many people, and I know several folks that have those that, uh, you know, they're just, they've given them, you know, a new lease on life. So Elon's a, a look, he's, he's a bird in his personal world, but he, he is a thinker and he does ask the question, why not? And mm-hmm. you remember the old, was it IBM that used to have the commercials that go, what if? Yeah. Uh, I always thought that was a good a good commercial. Well, again, and I, I didn't know there there's been so many movies now on on Nikola Tesla. Oh yeah. I saw another I didn't watch it over the weekend. Now it's basically that same movie I saw that, that talked about Nikola Tesla through the eyes of Thomas Edison. Right. This one now looks at, 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 at this same story through the eyes of Nikola Tesla back to Thomas Edison. Right. And um and it's got uh, Ethan Hawke playing playing uh Nikola Tesla, and I think he's an example of Elon Musk is what I'm saying is with every great thing they do, in order for them to be to have the genius they have, sadly that means there's areas where they're not right. Yeah, and it's, and, it's almost yeah. like a balancing act, right? And you you have to add a weight to each side, right? For every for every SpaceX program, <laughs> there's there's I'm now going to campaign for Kanye West. You know what I mean? And Elon Musk has made that clear that he was all in on Kanye West. By the way, Kanye West uh, uh, moved to to the White House. The last I checked in, it's still alive. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and yeah, he's and, on the ballot in several a, states. Eleven states now. Last yeah. I heard, he's on the ballot, and he's he's even looking for his vice presidential candidate. And by the way, that's still going. I, so, I wanna, so I'm just saying that when Elon Musk, when you're dealing with these geniuses, Tesla. Ooh. The thing about Tesla, the the rumors around him may be bigger than the man himself, which you know was always interesting. But I think I think Musk is uh, he, he's a finisher of the technology. I think Tesla had a lot of ideas, but he could, he didn't know how to bring them to to you know the finality needed to make them good for us. Elon Musk has rockets taking off. He has satellites in orbit. No, he has right. cars on the highway. Yeah. Um, he's he's I think he may be a step ahead of Tesla because he's a yeah. he's a finisher of the project. Well, now if Nikola if Nikola Tesla was trying to develop wireless networks, <laughs> I mean he was way out ahead. Well, but but but, but I will but go back was, to this. It was for power. But he was uh, right on the power thing, right? I mean he was AC and Edison was DC. Yeah, the AC part was correct. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, but I think in theory, but he never got to manufacture no, no, and have things right. with yeah. his name on it. Yeah. You know? Well, you know why? Because he didn't. He was nothing, as you said. He was nothing but ideas being thrown right. at the wall. Yeah, and, he, and charts and diagrams. I think that's. I think that's where you have to say that. Uh, that uh, what's his name is a step forward. There. Elon Musk. Elon. Yeah. Your phone calls are next. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So, uh, Relief Factor, have you taken your first dose today? Those of you like us, you, you, the Relief Factor is part of your daily routine. Well, another great, and Bubba, I'm not making this up. I, I didn't plan this at all. Guess where this letter comes from? Where? South Carolina. There you go. So, uh, this is Dawn, D-A-W-N. She's had a had horrible pain and swelling. And my hands could find nothing that gave me relief. It was affecting my sleep. I couldn't cook. I couldn't take care of the house. Nothing. I was a hairstylist for 25 years. Had pain in my hands, uh, uh, feet, and back. After hearing you recommend Relief Factor so many times, I figured, what in the heck? I might as well just jump in. And it took away all my aches and pains in a month. 
And the longer I take it, it seems like the better I feel if only the people who created this could have solved the coronavirus problem. Well, let me tell you, this is a great, great product. It's all natural for botanicals. Um, all of them have shown in studies that they can help with the body's inflammatory response, and all of them together, it's like the Avengers of inflammation. So, and you <laughs> can take everywhere. You can take it. I take it twice a day uh, for maintenance, three times a day if something's bothering me. Go, go to relieffactor.com, nineteen ninety five to get three weeks. Relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Rick, I, I was going to mention a minute ago, and I forgot to mention it uh, in this SpaceX launch. They were doing a, a satellite launch for Argentina. This uh, was the fourth trip that this uh, particular rocket had made. Yeah. It had been used three times previous. Wow. Uh, so let's go with, uh, let's start with Clyde in Butler. Clyde. Uh, Clyde, 30 seconds. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them on to trolling. Here we come from trolling, on trolling. Clyde, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, I don't like to profile anybody, but let me just ask you this. Is Adder not the perfect poster child for Antifa? You know, he's small, frail, pale, long hair, has a skateboard, hangs out with his dog, and, you know, he would, would he not be a perfect poster child for Antifa if he wasn't married? Uh, well, if, if yes, that's the thing. If you want to stereotype, yes, but I'm going to tell you something. One Mr. Adler is anti-Antifa. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Adler is really put out with the chaos and, and, the, and the mob mentality, and, and I mean, he, he's not happy. I mean, I, a minute ago, it, it, I mean, I, he gave a rant here the other day. Uh, I, I couldn't tell the difference between him and Greg. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was. And other, he other looks than, like, other than the hair. He looks kind of like a mid-sized Thor. He I'm does. not going to say mini Thor, right. but he he, he wouldn't be the giant Thor. Right. But he he's a mid-sized Thor with right. that hair. Right. Well, I yeah. appreciate you guys standing up for me. And if that gentleman that just called in wants to discuss it any further, he knows where to find me. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. There it is. There it is. Let's go to um, uh, let's go to Chris and Fort Rucker. Chris, welcome Chris. to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, so oh uh, yeah, monkey grass grenades, guys. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. <laughs> go ahead. So, so I'm retired Army, and then, and then I followed up my first career with a second career working for a military contractor. And the difference between government let me let me clarify by saying not liberal government, but what should be happening is. Government's trying to save money, and the private industry, particularly contractors and military contractors in space, are trying to make money. So when you're trying to save money, you should always try to minimize the things that you spend and not, and not spend extra cash. The guys that are trying to make money are going to, do, are going to spend some IRAD or some internal you know, R&D dollars to try to get where they can get to a point that they'll make them money. And that hence the difference between... A rocket that lands and one that splashes down and you use it once and throw it away. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think you, you outlined that very well. I'd hate to have to repeat that, but I know exactly what you meant, and I think you're dead on. I did have one issue. It, I, it's just weird to hear me hear anyone say that the government's trying to save money. Well, that goes back to well, the accountability it, it that like they it. don't have. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. And when you got when you got boards and investors that are keeping folks accountable, you'll get this kind of result. Because I've seen the government a lot of times they're buying they're, they're buying stuff at prices that are outrageous. Yeah, because yeah. they don't oh, yeah. know how to get their price down. Yeah. Boy, on some of that, Rick, it's how you, you soaking the government. You keep those Absolutely. black budgets going. Yeah, you, know? you have to buy a few forty thousand dollar toilet seats if you're going to have a good spy program. You know, I hear you. Let's go to Andrew in Madison. Andrew, thirty seconds. Go ahead. One timeout is gone. One remains. Go ahead. Hey, gentlemen, how are y'all this morning? Good. Good. Uh, have y'all seen the movie Unplanned yet? 
uh, I have not seen it, but I'm aware of it, and I know what it's about, and I've seen the the, the highlights of it, and we heard the woman's testimony, Abby Johnson, Abby Johnson, when she spoke at the oh, RNC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. It's it's very dynamic, very eye opening. It is, and uh, every teenager, my wife and I feel the same about this. Every teenager should see this movie. Every yeah. teenager that's going through this, or I agree. We've said it a thousand times, but it's worth saying again. If you're going to make a choice, make an informed choice. Yeah. That's a reasonable comment. And I would say anybody that's trying to hide the facts has another motive. Absolutely. To William on the state line. William, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning. Hey, friggin' Bubba. Hey, I'm a truck driver for a local company. I get around pretty good bit. I tried some uh, fried corn on the cob last night at a... Uh, uh, wooden tur- churches. It was uh, Chester's Chester's chicken. <laughs> it was corn on the fried corn on the cob. Y'all got to fr- try that. That is something. Some how's your how's your gas how's, yeah, how's your gastrointestinal health today? <laughs> I, I'm just thinking you're taking corn in there. Now we're going to deep fry it. But I've seen those old corn pops before. Yeah, but I've never seen look what. Oh, that's it. I love a good corn. Bob, that's a so that's a that's a corn that's a corn like dog a, with corn in the middle of it. Yeah, it, it is. Wow. That's, a, that's a real corn dog. It's got yeah, corn. Yeah, it. that is a corn dog. Wow. To Rocco in Georgia, Rocco. I thought this yeah, too. I, corn I, dogs are misnamed. Rocco, go ahead. Corn meal. Yeah. Hey, the, the story I sent you, uh, Rick, was about a personal friend of mine. He's a long distance runner, and he was jogging with uh, earbuds in on Antelope Island in Utah, and he got gored by a buffalo, and he's no longer with us. Wow. So that wow. I did get a buffalo story of the weekend, so I didn't dream yeah, that. Yeah, that was me. And yeah, he, he was jogging. He's a father of four. Wow. And he's one of these long-distance runners, 55-year-old guy, and he got gored. I got a call Saturday night from uh, from his uncle. Wow. There's wow. you an ad for uh, noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. Boy. Didn't hear it coming. Ugh. Brett in Huntsville. Brett, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How about I just it? wanted to wish uh, you, uh, Rick, you, and Adler, and I think Speedy, all y'all's parents, uh, 57th uh, anniversary. Everybody, everybody, absolutely. Uh, everybody in. Don't forget and, Mac Daddy. <laughs> and Mac Daddy, too, and especially for putting up with all y'all the many years. But, uh, by the way, uh, y'all talked to uh, Gary lately and asked him about these politics between uh, what's going on. I have, and I told him to please not call the show and say that. <laughs> yeah. Keep it down home. Hey, let me tell you something. No, no, I'm good, Gary. No, we're good. Why don't we go stand out in the middle of the field with no phones? All right. I mean, apparently America thought they could have something. <laughs> Top of the hour. More stories to unpack for you today. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba show, Lord willing, will continue. If you leave us right now, you can go to rickandbubba.com, click on uh, Listen Live, and continue to be with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy uh, via Zoom, uh, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here 
And welcome back. There's Mr. Bill Bubba Bus. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. And thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Don't forget, best of Rick and Bubba coming up this Friday and then a Rick and Bubba replay on Labor Day uh, as we prepare for the Labor Day weekend coming up. Uh, now, Helmsy, you can uh, maybe set this up. I understand that we are about to, you know, it's rare that we go with golf highlights. Unless somebody in the stands does something, you know. I mean, uh, normally we don't keep you updated with it. But when you're when you're talking, and do I have this number right? Sixty six foot putt. Sixty six yeah. foot uh, five inches to be exact. I, now, I, and now look, I may step out of turn here because I did. I was not watching. Bub actually brought this to the table this mm-hmm. morning and said, "Hey, did you mm-hmm. see the guy hit the nearly seventy foot putt yesterday to win the tournament, the BMW Championship?" And I did not, but I believe Adler's got it. And it's pretty unreal. Uh, anytime you make a long putt, but to win it and it be 66 foot. So who is this guy? John Rahm, right. BMW Championship. Him and Dustin Johnson are in a playoff. Oh, he's coming around. Here it comes. Comes. Oh, Here comes. it Watch out! Comes. It comes. Wow. Wow. Rick and – in putting world, that's like that's like a country mile. You know what I mean? Well, that the is, fact too that it had an I mean, he, what, I mean, he had to ninety go, degree angle there. Yeah. He had yeah. to go ninety degrees sure to make did. that thing roll back down. Look at this! Man, Look at this he shot here. To kick it out there to the left hand side, about twenty feet short of the hole, and just let it drip over that hill, which is exactly what it did. Mm. Does this guy have a flair for the dramatic as well? Now, didn't you tell me there was another over forty feet too? Dustin Johnson, who is right standing to his left there, watching that. Uh, made a 45-footer just to get into the playoff with Rom. So uh, if I read that right, again, I yeah. didn't see it. And I, what yeah. really hurts about watching this is when you have moments like this in golf, there is nothing like the eruption of that crowd. And they Thousands have, of people, they, and they didn't have it. That <laughs> yeah. made a big difference right I there. I know. The BMW Championship's a big tournament. There would have been thousands and thousands around that scene, and he made that putt. mm of course, he'd have probably been so nervous with all them around, he wouldn't have made the putt. <laughs> oh, oh he, wow. He you have even, to look. You have to he look didn't that even, other he side. Didn't even, you so do have to look at that he side. He didn't even see that crowd. He's used to it. You know, and you do because there are there's there's people winning on tour right now that you think, would they have won this tournament? They're young. They don't have a lot of pressure of all this, of the crowd, wow. the interaction with fans. They don't have those extra responsibilities that they normally have at these tournaments. You know what this is? This is good news for Alabama's kicker this year. It's the same things going on in tennis right now, too. Now, I have watched a little bit of tennis because the U.S. Open starts today, I believe. And it starts today. And they've been playing. They're in a bubble. They've been playing, uh, you know, at a couple locations. But there's zero crowd. There's the coaches, the official. That's it. There's nobody there. And it's very strange watching it. Well, but they make you be quiet at tennis, right? Well, they do, but right. when you make good shots, yeah, but at and the end of the point, yeah, people, I, cheer, I mean, yeah. and, and you got people rooting for you, and hey, come on, and you just nothing. Boy, it's the silent. grunts will really be loud yes, now. It will. <laughs> <laughs> so the and and now is the NBA? Are they still pouting? Or are they playing again? I think they picked it back up this weekend. Didn't they? Um, okay. The ratings were exactly the same as Thursday and Friday, uh, right. but. It's uh yeah they're playing. I don't know who's winning. They're in the playoffs. I don't know who's winning. Uh, LeBron's still talking and playing. Right. I don't know. Did you see Babylon B's fun? <laughs> oh no! What have they done now? <laughs> what have they done? I'm able to read it to you because of course I have it. Well, uh, because at my house I've been asked to stop with Babylon B. I have my my son who who is uh, is working and my wife. They now teamed up on me and said, "Look, enough with the Babylon B. Just just tell us where to find it." 
You don't have to come read them to us all the time. I just, I just love it, and here it is. And I don't know how to pronounce. And remember this word, president. <laughs> I use loosely. He's an emperor of China. Oh, yeah. They, right. they call, just him call him the emperor. President, and I, I'm not sure how you pronounce Z? his name. Is it Z? It's, it's that X I. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. I'm gonna say the president of China, and I'm using the word president loosely. Okay. When, sure. When, when you when you're a communist country that the government dabbles in capitalism. Yeah. You know he he's the, in for life now. He got the I'm in for life. Okay. Life. Well, good. Yeah. That's that's what emperors usually have. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway, it it has a picture of him and LeBron James, Babylon B. President, however you say his name. Yeah. Is relieved to find out NBA players just protested injustices in America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's look. That, you're talking about we're gonna have to look at what we're doing. Uh, well, that's one of the glaring examples, right? So um, it, it, you it's about, got him smiling, President G, just yeah. smiling. Oh yeah. You were talking about sports. Did y'all? We had college football this weekend. I didn't watch it, but there was a college football game on TV well, Saturday night. I've um, tuned out so long, I didn't know to tune well, back in. Think about this. Well, I mean, it was the FCS kickoff classic. Do you right. know where it was held? In uh, Montgomery, Montgomery, usually, Alabama, yeah. the Crampton Bowl. Crampton Bowl. They they put two thousand fans. In small groups. So they wasn't cramped in. Uh, mm-hmm. No, Central Arkansas and Austin P. So Austin P's playing like four games. This was one of their games, and I think Central Arkansas is running a whole schedule of nine. Yeah, because they're a, they're a Ohio Valley conference, and they're mm-hmm. playing their four non-conference games in the in the fall. Then they're going to play their six conference games in the spring. If I I think I've got that right. And if I read it correctly, the ESPN broadcast team were they were in Bristol. They were not at the game. Uh, which that's kind of the common thing. There's a shot of it there. Um, so we had college football. That is uh, that's that's very interesting. Do you know which team's which right there? Uh, yes, that's uh, uh, Austin P is in the red and black. You, you know, Rick, all of these games now with the the crowds, it looks like it's a, what we call B team football in high school. I, I mean, know, the, no, the crowd looks you're, exactly you're right. like hey, B team football. And, Central Arkansas actually plays UAB this week, and Speedy will be the stadium guy. Now, now Speedy, oh, are you still doing he's, that? He's doing it this Speedy, week. Speedy, do they know you had COVID? <laughs> I didn't have COVID, Rick. <laughs> okay. I was in your house. Okay. But that, you're, that, you're agreeing to do that again? I thought that was yeah. a one and done for you. No, no, no not, not at all. They, they, well, first of all, I think some of the uh, – you know, the decision makers were like, are we going to have fans? Are we not? Well, I guess once they determine – uh, they were, and I don't know what percentage uh, they're going to have. Uh, they called me, I guess it was last week, I put that out on Twitter, that, hey, it's official, and uh, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Well, with UAB in a stadium that big, they might just say, same people come as always. Really? Yeah, yeah, because the one, the one side on Lighting the home on side is always well, – There's a lot of room looks, in there. Well, I mean, on the, the, the end Rick zones, are, the end zones are blocked up. The end zones are blocked off, so they, they don't have seating. But I know on the visitor's side – Unless it's a, a rival team or something like that, you're right. I mean, uh, they could spread out, I guess, and put some home fans on the other side. But on the home side, it's always it's always pretty crowded. I mean, he's holding out for that new stadium. He is. Yeah. Oh, when is that? Is that next year? They're supposed to be in it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And and last year, last year was the the first year of me doing the uh, the in in game state uh, MC yeah. stuff. And and it was a lot of fun. And and when the when the season ended, they were like, "Hey, we'd like to do this again." But then COVID came, and decisions were being made. But yeah, Central Arkansas, I guess you know, will just drive up from Montgomery because it's a short week for them. They play Thursday night now. Oh, and yeah. So what about uh, uh, will you be wearing a mask? 
Hey, we're gonna miss each other. Yeah, they uh, they uh, they they do say it's it's gonna be some some changes as far as how we pull off the promotions and stuff. You, you know, the social distancing and all that. So yeah, uh, I have a meeting this week about that. Rick, mm. just think about the the contest. Though you could have the best mask in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, you could. you could have all kinds of things. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I have one area over there really far off called the comorbidity. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I had it too. I guess you won't have to do those tailgate wars this year either. That's yeah. that's actually a good yeah. thing for you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm interested to see <clears throat> how all these uh, stadiums and, and game day, uh, you know, folks yeah, try to treat yeah. this because I know that's a juggling act as far as what you can and can't do. They did say they had a Blazers mask for me, so I can't wait for oh, that. Oh yeah, well, you got to wear the Rick and Bubba mask too. You got to rotate. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll throw that in there. Of course, of course. It's, uh, I, I was rocking that yesterday. And Rick, you yep. said I had COVID. That's how rumors get started. <laughs> I don't how, have COVID. How is the well, new stadium? Well, we don't know. You haven't been tested. How's the new stadium oh, coming? Come Do you know? Uh, yeah, I was downtown, uh, I guess, not too long ago and, and uh, went by Top Golf and looked over, and my goodness, it's it's looking it's nice. It's how they built it down into the ground. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's Shout out to Terry, the crane operator. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba Rick next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. If you uh, missed it over the weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast now available. Our conversation with Pastor Brian Gibson and talking about peaceably gather coalition. This is about the First Amendment attacks right now on churches, and uh, we were talking with him about that. Also, he's gone inside uh, the protest and he went inside uh, the chop chaz when it lasted for a while, preaching the gospel. Uh, if you missed that conversation with him over the weekend, it is available now. The new edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Grab it wherever podcasts are available. Uh, all right, so a couple things to to hit. Um, uh, we we have the the whole you know riots and and all that. I guess I need to get uh, the Your America out of the way. No, Rick. I've grown to hate that sounder. You know, I have to. as good as it is. Uh, I've got 175 arrests during the civil unrest in Kenosha. 104 had addresses listed outside the city. They don't even live there. Uh, That's 104, by the way, of the 175. We have the Wisconsin governor, Tony Evers, telling Trump he does not want him to visit Kenosha. You know, I'm confused because I was reading uh, some of the things the Portland mayor was saying, too. It appears they're trying to blame all of this uh, rioting and lawlessness on Trump and at the same time saying he wants it so he can get reelected. Yeah. But the plan initially yeah. looked like they wanted it to pin it on Trump exactly. so people wouldn't vote for so him. Now, I'm, they've, I'm having, now they've changed the little view I'm because hav- they see the way it's going. Yeah, I'm having... It's hurting their polls. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. The the polling is showing this this... Every night we see violence in American city, more people are deciding to vote for Trump. It's like me talking with a chewing sound while I'm chewing, and I'm saying I'm eating Bubba's toast, and he's going to accuse me of eating his toast. You know what I mean? He's doing that because he wants We're me not to eat my toast. How about this? He's doing that because he wants me to eat his toast. And you're like, what? what? A minute ago, you were eating what? 
Yeah. So now we don't even make. I mean, they're just. I mean, it's maniacal. Some of the things they're saying now. I I don't get it. Yeah. Please, America. Trump Trump has nothing to do. Trump doesn't control the police in your town. He doesn't control the National Guard unless he wants to nationalize them. I want you to hear what Bubba just said. We now have them saying. We don't want Trump here. This is what the First Amendment's all about. And they would lump in the rioters and the looters and the Antifas and the anarchists. They would lump them in with peaceful peaceful protesters saying the overreaching government wants to keep people from protesting. But now that the people are growing tired of lawlessness inside our major cities, they're now saying Trump wants lawlessness to continue, which yeah. is why we don't want him to come stop it. Yeah, Trump, now, now, did y'all just hear what I just said? Yeah. Trump didn't set the chop up. Trump no. didn't tell him to keep going. Uh, as a matter of fact, he did opposite. And on this thing about the governors have to invite people in, um, you may remember during a very dark time in the South, uh, the governors were not asking the National Guard to be nationalized uh, when we were having race issues here, when they were trying to stay segregated, the, the federal government stepped up and sent them in anyway. So um, that that's not always the you know the yeah. the way that that should fall. So well, you'd have to know history to know that, right? I know, and uh, yeah, I just find it very bizarre the way that look the mayors are sitting in these towns day and night. They can tell the police how aggressive to be to stop this. They're the ones that can appeal to the governor to bring in the national guard in overwhelming numbers. They're the ones that can set a curfew up and say, look, we're going to have protests. It's going to be during the day in the light. Uh, at night, everybody's going home until this thing chills out. Uh, but you're not seeing that. But somehow it's Trump's fault. I don't, I don't get that. Just because they don't agree with it. I'm going to say this again, and let's all start doing this. And, and it's called for right now because we've lost this ability in our country. When somebody gives you a, like that, hey, man, these rights are Trump's fault. Say the following. Hey, walk that out for me. Yeah, show me how you get there. Yeah, all right, so, so walk the maybe, – maybe I'll agree with you, but you're going to have to walk that out. Where I you, like that term, Rick, walk that out for hey, me. Hey, walk that out for me now. You tell me – I want you to walk it right back to Trump and because Trump says he can come in and shut these things down if, if, if he is invited to do so because he's trying not to, to – you know, he's trying to say, look, I want – I want the states to be, you know, to have the rights. I want the cities to have their rights. We want I agree you to with, solve it. I agree you with can. you. I agree with you right. on the civil rights movement because that's actually that's that's historical fact. Right. But he's trying not to go there, okay? Because he knows the optics of it and all that. Whether he can or can't, he just he's he's not he's not choosing to do that. Right. So he says, "I'm going if I'm invited." Okay. And then they don't invite him, and then they say we're not inviting him to come stop because he wants it to continue. But no, because it's his fault. How can you, how, Rick? What? It's his fault, and he wants it to continue. Well, you know what? Here's a new phrase. Walk that out for me, because uh, now, now, he, show, now show me that he's Give, using it in a political ad, and it's actually starting to move the needle on the numbers. So uh, he must have wanted this all along. No, maybe he's trying to show what terrible leadership in some of these uh, states and cities look like over decades. Yeah, so most of these cities have been run, to Bubba's point, by Democrats for as long as any of us can remember. And Trump created this environment of lawlessness. What? Walk that out for me. <laughs> All right, so Trump has been, Rick, Donald Trump has been an elected official at mm-hmm. all right. for four years. Right. Okay. Right. As opposed to big-hearted Joe, who will be, if he is elected, will be heading into year, what, 48? Right. Yeah, Chicago, yes. <laughs> Chicago's death rate every every weekend is tied to Trump. How? Somebody run that by me again. And, and I, I mean, think, too, you I, have I'm to sorry, look, we don't get to, uh, We're not allowed to talk about that death rate. I when you When you think about a urban area, a big city that's had its share of problems, mm-hmm. Detroit always comes to mind. Mm-hmm. 
Detroit has had virtually Detroit. no problem with this. And you have to ask the question, why? And I think it starts with their police chief. It does. And, and, he, and he, he was allowed to do his job. He, he, he did not have his hands tied, and they were very aggressive early on in this, and they have not had any destruction of their city. Do you know when people won't do rioting and anarchy and burn when they know they can't? Right, yeah. right. That's, that's, you know, that's and kind by the, way, of the thing police, about that bad police people. police chief is African-American. I know we, yeah. here we go again. Bad people. to talk about that, but you have to make that point now. Rick, bad people who have bad intentions have to be discouraged so that they have a decision to make. Is it worth a, if I do B. Now, when there is no A, then B's on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, if there's no cause and effect, then it, hey, it's on like a chicken bone, you know? I just want to be sure I have the new narrative. They looked and they noticed that the <laughs> rioting and the burning and the looting and the anarchy is causing the Democrats to see some bad polling. The American people don't like it. So they were the ones saying Donald Trump's not going to stop this because this is people's rights to do it, right. and it's our city, and we're going to pull back the police, we'll defund them, we'll abolish them if we have to. And then Trump says, well, if you want law and order to return, we'll come in and give you law and order. Well, there he goes again, trying trying to stop the very stop this when he really doesn't want it stopped. Is, is that too, what they're saying? He, he's I, trying, he, he, th- these, these rights are his fault. He wants them to continue even though he's trying to stop it. Is that what I got? I'm trying to – somebody walk that out. And, Rick, I'll tell you something else. I think, uh, I think in, a, in a funny kind of way, Trump is doing this, one, because he wants to go and address it, and he's not scared of, of the opposition. We've seen that before. Right. But when he goes into a town, the Secret Service has a massive cleanup of that town days ahead of time. You know, they can hold you for no reason. I mean, we've covered that before. They, they have unbelievable powers. And I think him just going to that town is going to help call some of that violence. Well, now let's talk about what's really happening. The polling numbers look bad on the rioting. So you got to try to find Trump a way. Trump is coming up. He's, he's, he's had an amazing rebound in the polls over the last two to three weeks. So you got to find a way to blame now the thing that has given you bad polling that you wanted to continue on Trump. Because what you really mean is if Trump comes in and establishes law and order, then that'll go on his resume coming up November. I was the one that brought safety back to your city. And y'all don't want him to do that while acting like you do. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Allform.com slash Bubba. Have you gone to allform.com slash Bubba yet? Huh? Well, let me tell you. How about handmade, all in America, high quality, chairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats, all at affordable prices. They come with a forever warranty, a 100-day trial, and free delivery. What else you want? And if you're looking at the different fabrics, and they're all very durable, I got mine in leather because, you know, I want to get it at camp house like I liked it. But if you are looking for any different fabric and you say, I'd like to put my hands on that fabric, they'll send you samples with no obligation to buy, no charge to you. So if you need that, you can. Allform.com slash Bubba. Look at this incredible selection with these durable fabrics that are spill stain and scratch resistant. Yes, it will come directly to your door. I know you're thinking a couch and a chair and a box. Yes, it will come. It's revolutionary. Check it out today at allform.com slash Bubba. Save 20% off anything you buy. Allform.com slash Bubba. There's a link also 
rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, as we inch closer to November, you know, now it's time, as I said, for the throws to the end zone from the shots from half court. It's all chips in. If you got a all chip left, in. you start throwing them over your shoulder. Tomorrow, right tomorrow we we got to go. To, we're going to make have an election in early eleven. <laughs> tomorrow we move to number nine month. So, so we're 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 going to be two months out uh, in a, in a day or so, starting tomorrow. So here it all comes, including Bubba, the famous tell alls. Rick, we have uh, we have a lady that's got a book out. Uh, it's coming out called Melania and Me, mm-hmm. uh, the rise and fall of my friendship with the first lady. It's going to be published on September the first. She's out doing media on this, and uh, we kind of got to laughing about it in here because, you know, do you have any friends left at this point? Because everybody you've ever had any connection with knows that now I've got to cash in now because they're yep. not. We don't know if the Trumps are going to be around, so. Uh, everybody and their brother is writing a book, and uh, it's it's all in right now. Now, is this like a former friend of the first lady? Yes, is she, is she, I think is so. she trashing the first lady? But what I saw this free Melania. Is she claiming that she's a a prisoner in Donald Trump's life? I mean, what what is this? What well, is she, I think I think she was implying that, but yeah, I think their friendship is over at this point. Well, yeah, if you <laughs> if you write a tell all book about my husband holding me as a prisoner and and he's 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 the spawn of Satan. Yeah, that, yeah can, that, kind that, of that I can mess up a friendship. But you got to get your book out right now, Rick, because you you wait, uh, you know, till after the election, it may not be any good. All right, so Speedy, we start, you know, because you've been with us the longest. Can we get a commitment of no tell all books? Yeah, no tell all books from here. Uh, Greg, mm, I don't know if I can make that promise just yet, but but okay. Hams, twenty thirty two, get ready. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Adler. I'm kidding. No tell all from me. No problem here. You guys are the exact same on the air as you are everywhere else, so you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not a big tell all book kind of guy anyway. No. I got a few things about Greg. I'm gonna get out there. Well, whatever. Guys, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not gonna write a tell all book unless I get in the bind. <laughs> <laughs> Last resort. <laughs> well, the thing that gets you about tell all books, let's go to this again. All kidding aside kidding aside, when one comes out. Is there anybody left on the planet that doesn't question it? I know. I mean, you you yeah. just go, well, people can write a book. Especially, I love this one, unauthorized. If it's yeah. unauthorized, yeah. Yeah. if it's unauthorized biography, it, it is just, it's a uh, load. And most it, of the time when they're written, and it, not just with Trump, with anybody, it's after somebody's been fired. You're right. Have you mm-hmm. noticed oh, yeah. that? So I always feel like maybe a fired person doesn't have the same uh, perspective as they did Probably while they not. were employed. No. Yeah. Uh, because they never they never do it while they're gainfully employed. There's know? never really any tell-all books that no, shines a, a bright light. There's a few of them. Has, there, ever, has there ever been a you bright know? light? Yeah. yeah I don't think yeah. about that. None I, of them ever prop somebody up. It's <laughs> yeah. always tearing them down. It's just <laughs> positive about everything. So let's let's go. Let's get. Does anybody <laughs> know what this book is about? Is it me and Melania? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Melania and me? Melania and me, the rise and fall of my friendship with the first lady. My goodness. Does anybody know what she's trying to claim in this one at all? I mean, there's a couple of things in here, uh, just a couple of little blips. They said that Ivanka uh, turned into princes who wanted to be queen. That's how she describes her. And uh, then she she does imply that Melania is like held hostage or something. I think. Held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> she gives several examples here of conversations they've had about things when it was, uh, you know, when it first came to light, and it's uh, it's really it doesn't sound very hostage like. Well, I think the beauty <laughs> of, of how we have done what we do, and and Adler really touched on it, 
if you want a tell-all book on us, just go back and listen. I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. Are, are, there's not. We've already told you everything. Th- there's not. I can't think of anything. We're not that exciting. Quite that, that we haven't addressed yeah. and the good, the bad, the ugly. And, um, and you know, we've always kind of had the point of view that if something does get out there, I'd much rather you hear it being explained from us than from, you know, some, some newspaper or whatever. You know, we've had some things where somebody called and says, you want to do an interview with us? I said, I don't need to do an interview with you. I got my own show. <laughs> you know, I can get on there and lay it out the way it really is, you know, and uh, without you putting without your, your edit, without yeah. your spin or, hey, you, you didn't hear me right. You've got that, you know, because you know, we all can depend on people to. Report things clearly now, can't we? Oh, I mean, yeah. we're holding a stack oh, yeah. of news. We we're holding a stack of stories right now, and I don't I don't put a dime worth of of, of authenticity in any of them. Yeah, not not yeah. Not, not from top to bottom. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, but, so uh, you know what? She's she look the clock's running out. She got in the game. She's gonna put up the shot. I know. I used to ride the pine. I I got that. I understand how that is. Oh yeah. So so we also have. Um, uh, we have the the updates on more Kenosha. The Kenosha shooter, you know, the guy who uh, went there and had the gun and ended up shooting some people. Uh, the, his lawyer is saying that that they are the the new video has come out now that will show uh, that uh, that it was self defense. He he says that his his client. Well, uh, I, I have to say this. I don't know about all of them, but when you're being you know pursued and you're pushed on the ground and a guy's coming at you with a gun, I think that one was self defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he goes back to this. They they tried to spin it by saying he unnecessarily killed the person that got shot in the head, and that they were chasing him because he shot that guy in the head. I think what his lawyer's saying now is you're going to see that all of it was uh, was was self defense, including that one. Uh, and uh, it's a very lengthy statement. Yeah, well, that, we didn't have footage of the other one. Yeah, we didn't get to yeah, see yeah, it. So, and, you know, deprocess, let it work itself yeah, out. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing that you hear people saying all the time. And, by the way, it's just not true. I've noticed the new thing is just watch the video. Everything you need to know is in the video. Well, it never is. When did the video uh-huh. start? What did I miss before the video yeah, started? Yep. No, I can put out a video and edit it and say just watch the video. Look, with or, deep fake now, you can't believe anything you see. Yeah, but, I mean, like let's say, for instance, that uh, – Somebody was in here with the phone, and Greg came in here, and I pushed him down. <laughs> he got up. I picked him up and dumped him in the seats. And then the video starts when Greg gets up and punches me in the face. Yeah. And I go, well, all you got to do is look at the video. Greg just got up and punched me in the face. Yeah. And so you didn't see me push him down, dump him so in the seats. you're dumping him in the seats? Oh, yeah, I am. But I'm talking about <laughs> – but what I'm talking about – but no, I'm kidding about that. No, but that's no, exactly no, exactly. What, yeah. And now, then later you go, we have full-length video. And you go, well, this is completely different. Yeah, the, all – then – because you know, anybody can start a video at any time. They also can leave out anything they want to before sure. they post it everywhere. So you really can't say, well, man, all you got to do is watch a video. No. We, yeah. We're going to have to know more than that because we don't know what happened before you started we your video. We need to begin to the end. Or what, <laughs> what you had on your video you decided not to put out. Yeah. Uh, so it would fit on you know Instagram or whatever. So um, <laughs> Yeah, it was too long. Yeah, so the, his, I don't, we'll see. I don't know if, the, if this 17-year-old needs to be charged, then he'll be charged. But um, – his lawyer's going to make his case, and the people will hear it, and we'll, we'll find out. That's the way it's supposed to work. Right. But I will say Crazy this. idea. But I will say this. Those of you out there that are you, you're loving all this um, you know, lawlessness and uh, anarchy and all that, if a guy has a gun and you, you know, you've been bullying and picking on people and lift your arms up or you're going to loot and steal or burn something or throw something at them, I would just not do that to people that have a gun. Have you seen the? Yeah, don't don't count on the police because you've already defunded them. Right. Yeah. Now, if I I may be getting mixed up on the videos, but did you see? And I think this is this one. The guy, the first one that he shot that was laying there, 
they got video of him getting in his face telling him, hey, shoot me, blank. You know, like taunt, the very first guy? Yeah, like taunting him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you look later and that guy's laying out. Yeah, that's the one that. that I don't that, know if he shot him right then. I mean, he yeah. later must have. Yeah, I don't know. He's got something. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, Speedy, I had you potted up. I, I started hearing conversation, so I had to pot uh, you the, back the, down. Uh, the, um, the, the video that Greg's talking about is it wasn't the same guy, but, but there is footage of. Before the shooting, he's telling somebody else, "Go Some, ahead and oh, shoot but me." The victim's yeah. the same, but the shoot the person he's talking to yeah. is not necessarily oh, okay. that. right. Okay. Right, right, but and it is you know, the victim. We, yeah, and you know, we saw uh, footage of the first shooting uh, that um, that they alleged happened, and it and it looked to, as though someone was chasing the seventeen year old, uh, yeah. and he shot yeah, him. So, that. yeah, now um, that we saw, and he falls down, and then a guy goes to try to kick him in the face, and and either gets injured from his fall or. The shot that he fired then hit the guy in the foot. Then he yeah, then but he, I'm talking about the one prior to that that they claimed that they were chasing him for. You know, they right. they claimed they were chasing him because he had already shot somebody down the road. Yeah, uh, it was a guy that. trying to break into something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And then then they ended up chasing him. And then the video, they fall behind a car, and you hear pop, pop, pop. And then everybody's like, "Oh my God, he shot him!" And then that's then they start chasing him. Okay, so you're saying he his that's what his lawyer's saying. His lawyer's saying. Every person that he shot, he shot in self-defense, including the first one. Right. And that's what he's saying. So we'll yep. see. Uh, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Houndsies on the phones, and we'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Any topic you want to talk about, we'll jump right in it. Uh, our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Uh, go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. we still got some more sports trying to play during the pandemic coming up as well. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Shay is out of Huntsville. 100.3, the river. Shay, welcome to the program. How are you doing? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How y'all doing? This you getting after it? You know us. Always ready. I heard that. I heard that. So I saw an article about this Kanoa shooting, and um, it suggested that the first person that was shot actually tried to throw a Molotov cocktail at this kid. Um, he gets shot in the face. He's a convicted sex offender. The second guy that got shot and killed was convicted of domestic violence, and the third one had um, some pending charges, too, actually tried to shoot him with a gun. Yeah. That was the one that you saw him shoot right. from the gun out of his hand. The kid was at this business with a first aid kit and his rifle protecting the business and offering assistance to anyone that needed first aid. That's why he was there in the first place. And then he gets attacked. Yeah. I, that, and his lawyer is saying, when I'm done, you will see that everybody who got shot had it coming. If, if they had left my client alone, they wouldn't have got shot. And, Absolutely. I mean, and, and the thing is, none of these people <clears throat> were, were, were participating in a protest. They were all, all three people that were shot were white people that were there looting and tearing stuff up, setting stuff on fire. Yep. And had this kid did not go in. It, nothing suggests that he went in looking to cause any trouble or looking to victimize anyone. Yeah, I think he was that, simply the, the object of their aggression and frustration, and then he reacts accordingly. Well, you have to, once again, see, they're accustomed to the police, uh, not, 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 you know, with all the, po- the, the mayor telling the police not to shoot anybody. A private citizen that has a gun and is there saying, I've got a first aid kit, I'm here to protect the businesses, and then you decide to go after that guy, then you're just not very smart. 
and uh, exactly. and, it, and it looks like all three of these people you know had uh, were, were were people that were suspect anyway I, I hate anybody got shot I don't want anybody to be dead uh, you know I, I hate it for half arm that tried to bring out his gun and shoot him but um, you know they uh, they brought that on themselves is what the lawyer for the shooter says yeah. and we'll see we'll see if that's true or not but I appreciate that I've heard those things too uh, to David and Hoover David welcome to the Rick and Bubba show go ahead Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? We're great. We're good. Listen, we are excited to have Speed Racer back as our stadium guy for year number two at UAB. And, you know, Rick, you kind of made the joke about UAB not filling up the stadium, but actually a couple of weeks ago when they were debating how many people are going to be in there, that was Coach Clark's first point is we average about 30,000. We're in a 60,000-seat stadium. We don't see a problem with that. Yeah, and just, use, just use the other side. Like Speedy said, yeah. the visitor side, just spread, spread everybody absolutely. out. Well, another thing I'm going to give UAB for, you know, after the reboot here, they, they found the niche. And on paper, this is one of UAB's best football teams ever. And hopefully you guys will give them a watch uh, a little bit Thursday night. David, I think David. It's be a real good game. David. Wow, you, David. You, David, you, you know about Mojo. What are you doing? The Coach ho- Clark the, is screaming the, the, Mojo the coach, right coach now. Clark's, <laughs> the, the, the Coach Clark. <laughs> he's, yeah, he, he's like, oh, I David. Am, it, David, I'm you looking. have killed us. UAB sneaks up on people. Everybody overlooks them, and then they get embarrassed. Don't start this, we got a powerhouse coming back. That's not your That's not your narrative. <laughs> not your role. I'm just I'm just telling you we got a lot of returning starters. I'm excited about it. I think we're going to have a very good defense. Speedy, you want me to pot him down? Oh, boy, David. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't yeah. hear the phones, but I hear, I think it's about UAB, right? Yeah. David says the best yeah, David's team on here had. saying it's the best team they've had. He's really – he's mojoing like crazy. <laughs> I mean, they may be, oh, but you don't say it. One of the best. Let's go one of the best. One of the best for sure. But, yeah, hey, you guys have a great day. Hey, David. David, yes, the first mistake in Blazers can make is thinking you can have something. I hear you, Gary. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all be good. You can't have nothing. You can't even have a Blazer. But you, you hear so, me? Coach Clark made the know, point. If, if we if we get through, yeah. until we get to our other stadium, they couldn't do it in the new stadium. No. But if, if in, a, in a stadium that's still with all the end zones. Uh, y'all yeah, understand, just, the old gray lady out. was a big old stadium. Yes, yeah, she was. In, yeah. her, in her glory days with the upper deck, what'd she see? 75? Oh, yeah, 75 oh, 80, plus. 80, 80,000? So they're in a sixty thousand seat steel with even all the the upper deck down and, and the, the, some of them covered in the end zone and the end zone covered. Cover them. So if the, if you average about thirty thousand, which is great by the way for UAB, yeah. just use the other side and just tell everybody to come like always. Spread them out. Spread them out. Make some noise. Yeah. Speedy's gonna be up in. Come bring them in. All right, let's go to uh, uh, <laughs> go to Richard. Richard, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. Green Acres. Hey, thanks Money. for the call, buddy. Yeah, Go ahead. Go back to Kyle Rittenhouse. I believe there's a gun charge there at the most, but as far as the yeah. intentional homicide, I just don't see it. If if that sticks, I think it's going to cause a bunch of more problems. Uh, that puts us citizens in the same boat as police. Do you defend yourself with lethal force? Because you don't know if you're going to be charged with murder or not. Well, here's what I know. I'd much rather... Explain to everybody that I'm a legal gun owner. If the kid's not, then then he needs to be charged with that. And I'm going to say I'd much rather be making that case than everybody coming to my funeral. Yeah, you know. So so I'm on fire back. Uh, and 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 I'd much rather have to deal with that than to be dead. Anybody with me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So uh. So if I if I'm if I have the right to defend myself and I've lawfully gotten the weapons which I have and I know how to use them which I do. And and I feel like that my family or I'm in danger and you're gonna set fire to our house or whatever, nope. then my case is gonna be here's why I shot everybody. Not 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 unfortunately, look, they shot Rick. It ain't gonna be that one. <laughs> uh so let's go to uh 
to Temple. Temple, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey. How much money we got to raise each month to keep these law ads off? I'm back. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? You talking about I local? Mean, hey, I'm, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. You know what I'm saying? That, t- that must be. It, yeah, you're talking about local. So we don't hear the local advertiser. We just hear the national. So you're talking about yeah, local? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy, you have to write a, you, you're going to have to write a big check. <laughs> yeah, Temple. Gonna, I mean, that's, have gonna have to, to, that's a big one. You're going to have to get on, uh, get across the barrel there for a long, long haul. Man, I can I can have the local sales manager contact you if you want to replace it. I'll be emailing him. <laughs> <laughs> well, look right now though buddy it's good that people this is this is their time there's a lot of different legal just like what you just said you better you better have you better be lawyered up yeah we're living yeah. in that time we continue let's go to uh uh let's go to adam out of pell city adam, adam welcome to the rick and bubba show go ahead hey rick this is adam do you remember somebody from high school by the name of wayne lee yeah of course <laughs> yeah wayne <laughs> Of course. Oh, that's my dad. That's just that's my dad. I'll just call and tell you I've heard some stories about y'all back in football days. <laughs> oh boy. Look, does your daddy talk about what it was like to have to face old number seventy five? <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've heard the good old story. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Yeah, I've known your dad uh, ever since, since we were little boys. Since we was all little boys. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. your granddad. Yeah, and your granddad. Oh boy. Yeah, we know we know. Oh, Great Turkey Lee. Yeah, we know I know your whole family. Oh goodness. Yes. Oh, so believe believe about <laughs> believe about half what you you believe, you know, believe about half what you hear. I was curious, does he call his granddad turkey? <laughs> of course he does. Of course, the whole wild world does. <laughs> we got, first time I met Wayne, we were little kids, and we uh, they moved to our area, and we were on our uh, we played from Miller Funeral Home. He was a left-handed fireballer. That's he could right. Bring it. I remember that. <laughs> All of us getting toughened up a little bit, walking around the ballpark with MF on our hands. Yes. yes. Uh, everybody commenting. Hey, we got toughened up a little bit that year. You ever walked over where the older, you ever walked over where the older kids were playing? <laughs> Expanded your vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> Mama, these big boys keep calling us some name. Oh, what that is? <laughs> the next year, we just put an M on the hat. Just an M. That's enough. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Let's go. Six minutes. That's the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. The gang's all here. Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussey. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us for a few hours each and every day on the Rick and Bubba Show. We're glad you're here. Don't forget Rick and Bubba Best of Show coming up Friday, a Rick and Bubba replay on Labor Day as we approach the Labor Day weekend. Uh, talked about this past weekend. Uh, we've run through a, a number of our stories, and I mentioned going to Columbia, South Carolina, and uh, and Daryl Wood and his wife uh, uh, were incredible hosts, and we talked about that early in the program, but he, he's on the line right now, and uh, you know he is a a Rick and Bubba pioneer. Uh, Daryl, th- first of all, thanks for the weekend. We had a great time. But, but how did you discover the show? Rick, my father-in-law that you met, yeah. um, I think he probably put me on to you guys, but I'm not sure. That was 20 years ago that we were married. Oh, no. Next 
I just did that on the air in front of everybody. I think it's next week, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Labor Day weekend is coming up. Just FYI, might ought to hit that calendar. Yeah. Yep, we we might can edit that back. But anyhow, I'll figure that out before the date. But it's coming up twenty, and um, I think he he helped me a bunch get me onto you guys. But we we quickly picked up, and I think we bought a new truck that had XM radio, and found y'all in Columbia on XM, and that was huge. I mean, it was. I, I travel a lot. I drive all around our state. And I was able to listen driving up down the road, and and then it moved off of XM. So of course we cut them off. And went you, to, I, I meant to tell Bubba and the guys that he yeah. he he got rid of XM radio when they took us off. He said he he became that committed. He said, "By golly, like if, if you take Rick and Bubba off XM, then XM's out of my truck." There you go. Yeah, and it didn't work. I tried. I pulled the leverage, and I didn't. You know that they they weren't real worried about me. But anyhow, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the fault that came. But, but after that, I got on to TuneIn. TuneIn was great. I don't like the only thing I don't like about TuneIn is I can't back you up. So like today, I'm a little slow, but we're an hour off, and I was back an hour, which I'm supposed to be ahead an hour. But anyhow, I didn't catch your your comments, and Rick. I appreciate it. We I want to call and tell you, and, and actually tell a lot of folks a couple things. But we we were honored to have you. We had an outstanding event, and a lot of things happened. But you coming and and just blowing people away, and the people that here's the thing. There's two groups there, like you mentioned. There's people there that know you, love you, know a lot about the show. There's people there that know nothing, and the people that know you, you get these expectations in your mind, and you don't know where this is going to go when you finally meet this person. Well, you exceeded those, and I mean, I'm talking about comments all day yesterday, into the night. This morning, we've had texts, we've had messages. People were blown away. You were unashamed, as we as announced, that you would be, but I mean, just an extremely powerful message. Dealt with a lot of lives, um, had hearts changed, and we appreciate you coming and doing it. Now, beyond that, the folks that didn't know you, they were blown away. Still, you know, they're, they're going to be new, new folks. They're going to have to catch up, but... Um, but those people got to see who you were without the background of the show, which I thought was really neat. They get to see, like I said, what I think will be Rick's legacy. By the way, I wrote an intro because I'm so ADD. I knew I would never get the intro right, and I get to introduce you, which is a big deal to me. And I forgot my glasses, so you didn't get that Saturday. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need that. <laughs> well, look, I know you had your hands full. Man, that was a lot of work. And and ultimately, like you say, we, we gained – New brothers and sisters in Christ, right. which is the most important thing. But I think we also gained some new Rick and Bubba listeners and viewers too. So, I, yeah, so, I, so I think that's good. And you know, your church—I know you got a new pastor. Your, your commitment to disciple the men of the church and not just do a message on Father's Day, but to actually go to that influence that God's gave a man. And our our, our nation is screaming for that right now. But frankly, a lot of men have not been equipped. They've been challenged, but they haven't been equipped. And and so the, for you guys to dial into discipling these men, not just challenging them with this strategy and, and believing in the show and then believing in, in, in this men's ministry strategy as part of our platform too, it just, we none of us, we the whole team, both for the Man Church and here at Rick and Bubba, it's people like you and your wife and, and those guys on the ground uh, that are out there saying you're, you're like town criers for the show in a place where we've never been allowed to be before without this new technology. So. Thank you for doing that. We, we all are very, very appreciative. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rick. All right. See you, we buddy. We appreciate it. All right, man. Hang thank in there. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, brother. And by, I think you saw – did you see the picture? And I'm sorry, Adam, I'm catching you off guard. My bad. Did you see me? And I, I retweeted it if you want to watch the Twitter. The two big guys that came up to me and said, uh-uh. I believe That's that you. It. I believe that we've taken over the role. And these two guys, hey, it was a father-son combination. <laughs> and I'm talking about between them, probably – I mean, I, I can't – there they are. 
The, oh yeah, the, the, those two right yeah. there walked up to me and said, "Hey, you you might want to stand down on this whole two sexes fat men alive." <laughs> and uh, and I have to say that I was put in my place. Yeah, I mean, if you look right there, I'm in. I'm 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 you in good company. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the number three slot. Best case. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not in the top two. You know, and, and now, can I ask you about this too? Because you know we're about food. And then caller anonymous, we'll come back and ask you because I know he's got a legal. Some legal, he can weigh in on the shooter in Kenosha that we were talking about last hour. But you yeah, know, we want to hear that. So and, hang and, on. and y'all are going to be a little bit disappointed in me, I think. But you know how we love the local flair. You know, if we go to a, a new community or a different culture, and you know, we're foodies. We we like food. We enjoy food. Food is delicious. So I got there and I was prepared. Being in the Carolinas, especially South Carolina, I was prepared that the barbecue, anything we put on it, would be vinegar based. Not right. the ketchup based. I was prepared for that, and it was delicious, and I had no problem with it. But all of a sudden, they started handing out the meal for the night, and everything, of course, was you know prepackaged because of COVID and all that. And they ha- there was like a little, like a little, you know, you, you know how you put soup in something, like a little soup yeah. deal. And, and Greg, I don't know if you've ever heard of this or not. It was a little soup deal, and it had a top on it. And I was like, "What? What is this?" And they said catfish. And then I said, well, no, no, I saw the catfish being fried. You know, don't worry. I, I understand that. <laughs> and, and and over here, there's some alligator bites. I got all that. Mm-hmm. But what what kind of soup? They said, no, it, it's catfish stew. And I said, catfish Never stew. And mm, yeah. tough. I, I'm going to tell you, of course, now we'll give this, you know, Andy Blank's been there. You know, he's a Marine. It's hard to find the bones in that, isn't yeah. it? And by the way, Andy's been known when he's traveling around the world to eat whatever they present. And he's paid a price for it a few times. Yeah, I bet. But mm. he, he just got his spoon and just dove right in. And I was like, Andy, I don't, I don't know about, I think it was called catfish chowder. I was like, you know, clam chowder. I've, I've heard of that. I've you know, never had catfish chowder. Is that, is that a South Carolina thing? You know, you got to be careful what you do with catfish. You know, it's a bottom feeder. But but the well, uh, not the ones we eat. No, no not the ones we different. eat. Pond yeah. fed. Well, I told you that didn't pond raised. When when Jeff Erickson came from Seattle, Washington, out at Camano Island, and he starts laughing, standing in line at, at the meet and three, and I said, "What are you laughing at?" He goes, "So y'all announce pond raised as if that's something you're not trying to hide." <laughs> and, and I said, "Oh no, no, here you want to know pond raised?" That's he, right. He that's goes, right. "Usually places where we all eat fresh fish, you know, out of the ocean." Usually you're trying to hide that you've pond raised anything. I see y'all are putting it on the board, and I said, "Well, you want to know that these catfish were pond raised versus uh, versus down there at bottom <laughs> versus down here at the dam." But, yeah, so, but he thought that was so strange. He goes, "I see you just come clean about being pond raised." I said, "Oh yes, we we prefer it. No, we promote it." He goes, "Where we, I, we have commercials that's talking yeah, yeah. about it." He says, "Where I live, if you put pond raised like tilapia on the board, that would be something you're trying to hide, right? You know." Uh, but, but but anyway, so. Uh, I didn't try the chowder. I apologize for that. Oh, you should have tried. Well, it. I'm sitting there thinking I've got an airplane flight. Oh yeah, yeah you, you know, got to be careful. Did, of that. Yes, we saw Bubba use that bathroom, but on our trip to Washington. But you know that was the day we found out you can put a square peg in a round hole. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, so, but I've never had catfish chowder. Now Andy said it tastes kind of like vegetable soup. Really? Yeah. So I, I didn't. It's so me, a lot of vegetables just chunk in some. I guess. I, I, guess. Yeah, I, I don't good. know. I, I stayed away from it, but I, I didn't dive in. So, uh, Anonymous will come back. We'll take your phone calls. Boy, Blanks went right in wide open. Just spoon digging. <laughs> He's I don't know if I'm going to rent this or not. Tastes like vegetable soup. Mm. We'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So, Anonymous will talk to you. He says legally he thinks he knows where this uh, shooter is. Stands. And we also got some sports coming up too. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
show that takes the other show's lunch money. Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba, 26 and a half years strong. Thank you for being with us. All right, so we were talking last hour about all the chaos and uncertainty uh, across our country. The Democrats realize this isn't testing well. Uh, the polling doesn't look good on it. Uh, the president said he will bring law and order to the cities. They know if he does that, he'll get to say, look, I brought law and order to the cities when the Democrat-run states and cities couldn't do it. So now, they're, now they realize it's testing bad, so they're trying now to say it's his fault that there's chaos. And, yes, he's saying he'll do something about it, but no, he's not. <laughs> so uh, so I t- uh, we, we, t- you, we, we told him not to come, and, and he didn't come, and that's why you can't vote for him. Uh, you know, it's like a square dance right now. There's everybody slinging partners around. It's crazy. Hey, the Democrats have become like a woman. You know, the, the, the thing where they, where they say, where you're like, I wish you'd just tell us, hey, well, I, I, well you knew what I wanted. You, 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 I told you not to come into my city, but you knew I really wanted you to. You know what? Uh, but anyway, so back to the unfortunate uh, loss of life that we've seen in some of this. So we've got the kid uh, who had the, the rifle, uh, and uh, now his lawyer is saying that, the, look, they can try to bring charges against him all they want. He's going to walk on, on a self-defense. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when you're, this, this is my this – is, what is it called? I mean, uh, uh, he's going to have self-defense as, as his defense. Uh, as as his plea, yeah, uh, I couldn't come up with a plea. Uh, but there's an anonymous caller that seems to be familiar with the laws in Wisconsin because it will, it, you know, these things a lot of times are state to state. So, what can you shed, and you think he will walk to or, or not? I, I do. Uh, first off, it's tragic that anybody has lost their oh, life course. over uh, uh, over something like this. Yep, yep. Just to start off, everything that's going on. Yeah, you shouldn't. Uh, everything that's going on, there's a lot of speculation. So in Wisconsin, Wisconsin is an open carry state, which allows people to carry firearms openly and notoriously where it can be observed. You don't have to have a concealed carry permit. And in Wisconsin, the age of carry is 16. And so as long as he is over the age of 16, he legally possesses that rifle so long as he came into possession of it legally. So the gun charge is out. There's no gun charge. So he was legally able to defend himself with a long rifle. The only time that changes is if it's a short-barreled rifle, or short-barreled shotgun. From everything we've seen, that doesn't appear to be the case here. But under Wisconsin law, as long as he is not the initial aggressor, he can assert a claim of self-defense if he believes he is in danger of immediate or serious bodily injury or death. And in both cases, y'all have seen the videos, I'm sure. If you haven't, you can pull them up. He is literally running away from all three aggressors. And the third aggressor, he's actually on his back and is being, you know, approached. Yeah, I see that part. He, he's That's trying to clear. surrender to the police, too, and they don't know right. that he's trying to surrender, and they're just driving by him. Yeah. They're, they're right. going and in the because police? the shooting took place, and, he, and he's putting his hands up in the air. I'm the walking, shooter. Walking to the police saying, look, I had to shoot these people. Here's my gun. I mean no harm, and I'm turning myself in. Exactly, and if he and because he was being pursued by both of the people, the the, the initial one that he shot, he even calls and says, "Hey, I've, I've killed somebody." But they've spoken to the witnesses. Witnesses have said that the initial aggressor, the very first guy that got shot in the head, was trying to remove the firearm from his possession. 
when that occurs, I, I don't I don't know that there's anybody that would argue if somebody's trying to take your firearm away from you that you legally possess yeah. that you are probably in immediate danger of serious bodily harm or or death yeah, right. if they take it from you because right. there's no reason for them to yeah. remove it from you. Right. And so when he actually runs away from that situation, he's running from that, trying to get to the police, he calls. Then he's approached by the second guy who does the same thing. He runs and jumps on him, and, and when he grabs the rifle, he actually grabs the barrel of the rifle. It's a little hard to see, but he grabs the barrel of the rifle, and then the gun discharges at that point. That's when he gets shot in the chest. So that one's out. He's, again, trying to remove his rifle, and then the third guy, like we said, is pretty clear. So that's basically where it stands. He legally possessed the rifle, and self-defense applies in all those situations, in my opinion, from what I've seen and from what so, I understand. So you're saying, law. according to what you know about Wisconsin law, unless he got the gun illegally, the, the the rest of it is in line with everything that they allow in that state. Right, which is a completely separate and different issue. That would not prevent him from defending himself. That would be something similar to, say, a no. convicted felon. Somebody breaks into their house and they shoot the aggressor because they're shooting at them. Well, are they guilty of murder or, or any other crime? No, but are they guilty of possessing the gun illegally? Yes. Yeah, I got you. You couldn't charge him with murder. All you could say was, now let's talk about where you got this gun. Because he's, seven, right, exactly. he's 17 and witnesses are saying he was attacked in every situation. Everybody he shot was attacking him. Exactly. And, and, and that's the, if you watch the video, he's trying to leave the situation. He's trying to defeat. He's actually running away in yeah, all yeah. situations. And they knock him down and continue to go after him. And then, you know, as a, uh, I hate to be, I hate to tell a joke in that situation, but, you know, you, you've got the Darwin theory that applies, like you said, Rick. If you're dumb enough to attack somebody with a rifle, what do you think is going to happen? No, no good is going to come out of that no, situation. Ever. No, I mean, not. we're looking at the last part of it. He's sitting on the ground with his rifle uh, drawn and ready. And, and people and people are trying to kick him in the face and take his and and run at him with another gun and try to grab it. I mean, I just don't know. Do they just think that the guy won't? And you, and how about no, this? They're it's, it's one thing to go after somebody that has a gun that you hadn't seen shoot anybody. Yeah, but you've already. Or you're seen trying him. to defend yourself. Yeah, but I'm talking about you. You see exactly. him. I mean, just talking about the stupidity of it all. You may be thinking he ain't gonna shoot nobody. No, you've already seen. He's already shot somebody else that tried this. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. So you know it's a live firearm and it's a bad situation. So get away from everybody. You know, defeat, let him go to the police. But yeah, once he was running away toward the police, uh, you know, everybody that joined in after that, uh, well, they just you know, well, well, you see what happened, Rick. Rick, Rick we don't have to wonder right. what happened. And, and Rick, you see his intent. He's trying to flag down the police to or to surrender, and he can't get any of them to stop because they're going to where the shooting was. Right. And plus, you're walking toward them, toward them with a the rifle hanging around you. But I mean, but, you, but know, you got your hands up, yeah, and they're yeah. just they're passing you by. Yeah, they're not yeah. paying you any attention. Well, he finally went to the squad car, and you yeah, see him walking to it. Then he jumped back. I guess they were like, "Get away from us, Steve! We get to <laughs> get that gun right, on the ground." Right. Right. But uh, but he turned himself in. And uh, based on what the caller just said about Wisconsin law, uh, it's open carry. Uh, you you can be as long as you're older than sixteen. And if so, if he's legally got the gun, he it looks like it's, without, it's a shame it's come to this. That's for sure. Well, this is what this, <clears throat> but this is what happens. See, this is the part that you know we found this out in Chop Chaz. We find this out everywhere. Everybody says just just remove law enforcement, and then. You know, then evil law enforcement won't harm anybody. Then we'll all live in utopia. If we just move away these policemen and law enforcement, we'll all live together in utopia. No, 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 that's not what happened. Now you just don't have anybody to protect you from the other people that have guns. Yeah. It's crazy. It it didn't turn out to be utopia. You know why? Because people, there's always been since the fall, and there always will be evil people. 
And the great thing about our country and the right for citizens to obtain legal firearms, you have a chance against evil people. If this guy does not have a gun, the mobs, on the best-case scenario, injure him badly. Right. Worst case, they kill him. Right. And that would that gave him his best shot. And when he was there, but you know, you know what? He would have never been there if nobody was looting. Yep. And he would he was there to try to offer help. But you know, he said if you go down there to offer medical help, help, and you're going to be protecting property, if you have a gun, take it with you, because of what you've seen. And we saw the one guy, half arm, he had a gun. And um, <laughs> he couldn't operate it very good with half an arm. Yeah, no, not, not no. anymore. Once somebody has shot your forearm off, you can't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but we lefty from now on, well, right? But, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you run at a person with a yeah, I don't know with a saying. high performance rifle, well, ho- just, holding a thirty eight special, yeah, it's just the senselessness I, I mean, of all of this. It, it, it ain't it ain't solving any problem. No. It's only it's only delaying what you wanted to be changed to begin with, or at least what you said. I don't know if you saw like out of one hundred and seventy five people that have been arrested. In Wisconsin, uh, over this, 104 of them are from out of town. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a big number. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Gabby.com slash Bubba. Man, great reviews. Great reviews are coming in. So many of you regarding uh, this uh, this new network sponsorship. Uh, trying to watch your money these days with all that's going on out there. I mean, you got to stay on top of it. When was the last time? When was the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month? on car insurance or maybe homeowner's insurance. Well, you may be paying more than is required for the exact same coverage. I'm not asking you to get less coverage. I'm just asking you to get a better deal. Uh, So if you go right now to Gabby.com slash Bubba, uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It takes just a few minutes to get your insurance information to them. And then they'll show you 40 of the top insurance providers uh, like Progressive, Nationwide, Traveler, State Farm, Allstate, Farmers, and, and many others. They'll show you all these other insurance companies, and they'll show you what those insurance companies are willing to charge you for the exact same co- uh, coverage. And you may discover, like many in the Rick and Bubba audience, that you are paying too much. Customers at Gabby.com slash Bubba are saving an average of $825 a year. Uh, and that's just average. I mean, there's some that have done they've saved more, some save less, uh, but, but people are saving you know, all the time. And then if you look and you see that there's not a better offer, okay, then you got the best offer out there. So that's good too. It's no charge. Doesn't cost you anything. Gabby, G A B I, Gabby.com slash Bubba, or go to rickandbubba.com. You can find the link right there under the sponsors. But all right. So uh, other things to cover. Um, you know, we, we've got all these different lawsuits and things out there about college football, who's going to play, who's not going to play. Um, Ohio State. <clears throat> Well, that's a oh no. Ohio is just a, it's an odd situation, isn't it? Well, especially when they're making the point that there's two NFL teams that are going to play there, and that also the high school teams are playing football, <laughs> but so, the college team is mm, not. Is not. Is it all of them statewide or just Ohio State? Could you, uh, what do you, what do you like, mean? like University of Ohio? The University play, of Cincinnati's actually playing. 
Or well, how can they play? I thought it was a statewide ban, no. or did the university? No, it's just a, a conference. Big, it's just, just a conference. Big ten. The conference, yeah, conference. Just a Big Ten move. Mm-hmm. So in now Ohio, Ohio, it's looking <laughs> like there's going to be, be fo- there's going to be football for everybody except Ohio State, <laughs> except for the Buckeyes. <laughs> the biggest all. crowd of all of yeah. The, the horseshoe is empty. The horseshoe is empty. Hey, we are being close. When we when does it start? When's it, when's yeah, they pushed weeks? it back a few weeks. Remember? Yeah. Now, I know you said we had one game last night, yeah, and there'll be a few this coming weekend as well. Some lower tier. You know, normally it would teams. be we'd have the big kickoff games this weekend. Wouldn't it be good? Thursday night, but now. Here, you know, back back before COVID, Blazers. you know, as, as Adler, Blazer, Blazer, Blazer. as Adler sang it best, COVID nineteen, hey, you ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is um, Let's have another round of that. COVID nineteen, hey, you ruined everything. everything. We we we'd be coming up on a four day weekend for us, three day weekend, and some have got four day too, and we'd have college football. Just we'd be talking about any good, any good oh, matchups yeah. this week. And I'm, yeah, oh, all the kickoff games, the good ones, you know, mm-hmm. the oh. highlights. Oh, COVID ruins everything, doesn't it? Sure does, right? Gosh. And it looks like yeah. it, you know. Without that, I guess we'll look, just have to rest up and hey, go out and write. Hey, and looking at the, looking at the latest seat, looking <laughs> at the room in Mobile, but but looking at the latest <laughs> CDC death numbers, a good thing we did. This. Yeah, oh, I know. Huh? I know. Perfectly healthy people look like they were. In, well, I'm sorry, no danger. But anyway, so uh, very little. Um, so anyway, I, I just feel like if people were going to work, they wouldn't have time to stay out and, uh, you know, create havoc at night. I don't. The protesting is not a problem, but uh, I think Herschel Walker outlined it best. Protests happen in the daylight. Riots happen at night. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah it is. That's good. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, and I'm not going. I'm not going to argue with him. I'll tell you that. No, and uh, do a push up on me. So let me. What What do you guys think? think Herschel could bring the heat on you. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, he was a he was fighting too. He did oh, that he did close MMA, case yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Was he, any good in that? I, I'm not sure. I'm sure he was. Yeah, he I, he. he I, talked, I tell you this, Rick. I don't want to take a punch from him. I know that he talked on Rick and Bubba University man. when we interviewed him. He almost talked like he was like might do some more fighting like now. I know. I know. Isn't I, that crazy? Uh, <laughs> he's not human. <laughs> yeah, he's not. The but anyway. So the, the you know I know we talked about Bubba when we went all in. You know, you went all in. There would be no football. And I said, I think we'll get started, but we'll never finish. Right. And None of us had uh, some kind of abbreviated split season. I don't even think we'd, anybody even thought that was an option. Right. Like if, if they get to the beginning and the end of whatever they said, <laughs> then we were all wrong. But you're going to have to, just like right now with the college campuses, talking about all these positive you know, tests they've had and all that, not, not, not many hospitalizations at all. As a matter of fact, the University of Alabama hasn't reported any hospitalizations, but um, that, that maybe they are. There's not haven't been reported, but so with these young, healthy people, uh, but can, so you have to withstand. There's going to be an onslaught of this is unnecessary. This is dangerous. This shouldn't be happening. You know why? Why? Why are you doing this? You know we, it must stop. It must. Right. What you have to be able to ignore all that noise and just continue on with this, whatever, because well, because that is going to happen. Because the they in any time life starts looking like. It's return to anything normal that does not that doesn't play well for the upcoming election. No, for, Rick, one, for too, one party. Uh, you know, I know that at Alabama, the players and coaches are going to have a, uh, a Black Lives Matters uh, protest or march or walk or whatever they're calling it. Uh, but wasn't the mayor and all of them just on TV like last week saying quit getting together in bars? I mean, you're still getting together. You right? talking about close the bars? Because I've never seen any of these marches that people look six foot apart. Have y'all? No. No. Even the ones that were done in the proper way. Yeah. 
Well, I think, it, and it was it was interesting because I'm, I'm just um, trying to find some logic. No, and and I think it's a legitimate question because there, as as I have been saying, and I certainly fully understand that uh, there have been people that we know and love, like a funeral today. Even though Mickey Dean was was you know going to be 74 today and had had some health issues, he would be in that category. But but I know that it, it could be something that could come home any time, and I'm not being insensitive to those that it has, and it could be very difficult. I could get it. It could, it could take me out. It certainly could. But, but that's not the point. The point is we as a, a country, we have got to go on forward and live with this. We, we, there is no option to hide yourself away and, and say, well, this is – this is going to, we can't do this and we can't do that, especially when we now realize that the death rate for the healthy is minuscule. Uh, you know, it would be like saying we're not going to do something because even though the numbers are higher on the number of people that have it, if you believe all the faults, I mean, if you believe all the positives, I, I'm not sure you can since we've had some false positives, but I'm, I'm willing to even go ahead and give in, even though I'm, you haven't heard a lot about the other, viruses and the flu this past season but i but i'll go ahead i'm ready to even say all right covid19 affected more people than the seasonal flu i'm ready to say that right but it does but it doesn't appear to be more dangerous no so so what i'm saying is pneumonia you know you used to hear about people dying of pneumonia every winter you haven't heard not one peep about that yeah it's still going on it's out there but it just you don't nobody talks about it but but now that we've seen what we've seen on the death rate really saying that we can never return to the things we were doing unless this is eradicated from our society, well, then you, then you could say that about a flu season ending in every year. Because yeah, well, remember, we were flattening the curve, Rick. It never was about doing away with it unless we changed uh, you know, along the way. I mean, we, we're finding out that, uh, that it's, uh, it, it's devastating, it's difficult, but so, I mean, we didn't shut all this down for H1N1. Right. Uh, and it also was a uh, was probably you know it, it was it was deadly for those that we what are they above the ones that are that are uh, look down look at your sound out I mean, let's see you had it right there Cole m- more I can't say it now bid uh, was it bid bid, bid. Cole <laughs> more morbidity there it is there you Cole, go there it, yeah morbidity that's that's been the case with everything that we've had every year. <laughs> You know, so that's a tough one. Yeah, that's tough. It's really tough not. D- does does can can <laughs> keep, we keep working? At can it. can we scientifically prove <laughs> that th- that this that this warrants shutting down all the things we've shut down? And I'm not I'm not sure. No, the answer is no. Yeah. Zero. No. Or no. the money we spend. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. We're just, still just you know. Right. Golly. And it's uh, you know there there's a. Uh, there, there's there's a lot we need to learn from this and not be afraid to say. And I don't even care when somebody says, well, you know, we didn't know. We don't know what we know. At what point do we going to know enough to say, okay, <laughs> it's um, – I still don't know if we look, know even, what we know. Hey, even the CDC <laughs> is getting tired of it being politicized. Right. Yeah. And we saw that this weekend. My favorite is, is how we somehow have made it political. I know. I, I just – I don't know that you're going to hang the hat politically – it's not going to fit really anybody it's because really because it's like uh, if if you open the door to how it was handled politically, then you got to talk about all of it. And I know we don't do that. Yeah, we can't have that. Yeah, yeah. If you want to if you want to come back and say Trump really didn't have to shut down travel from China or Europe, 
Okay. I mean, if you want to make that case, but when you make that case, then you didn't have to shut down football. You didn't have to shut down yeah. this. You yeah. didn't have to shut down that. Yeah. You're down the rabbit hole then, Rick. Down the rabbit hole you go. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the Rick and Bubba Show. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. Thanks for being with us. Uh, all right, so um, looking at uh, what's left, uh, your phone calls coming in here too. But I just had uh, someone ask you. I guess I can see everything on the camera. And Adler just came through here and was throwing the football around a little bit. And um, you know, Adler, you know, he just—it's it, tough. I mean. There's certain things that are hard to overcome. You know, he's somebody's dad now. And yeah. and they're asking, they said, Do I see that Adder's developing a dad bod? He's just starting to have a dad bod. Adder, are you uh He getting a little he's getting a little thick in the middle. I I, I didn't want to say anything. And he, and, and I mean, it, he sees it, updated it, I mean, wardrobe. And it, it, I it, think it's just tight clothes. Look, I can I say too. my goodness. You're He's still trying to wear that medium. You're somebody's dad. At least to buy a spiral, uh, too. Straight up. No, I, no, no. Somebody asked. I honestly just had somebody what ask me. you say? Straight up, I'm getting fat. What's happened? Straight I thought up, you I'm were getting fat. How, how much weight have you What's got? What's that dad bod? Finally, after hanging out with you guys, it's it's wearing off How much did you get, have you gained? I recently? probably, probably uh, over this whole kind of shutdown yeah. thing, and then with my wife's pregnancy, for some reason I felt like, you need she's to eat growing a, a human inside her. I, I feel like yeah, I should is. grow a human yeah. inside of me of food. It's some, it's some of the best. It, 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 it's <laughs> I love mean, when you guys. do that. <laughs> there it is. Don't start that because it'll stay with you. Yeah. Every time Sherry's That's been pregnant, right. it's some of the greatest eating I've ever done. Because they eat, boy, they eat, and everybody's all in, and we so go right much, with them. How much have you gained? I probably probably ten pounds. Probably I need to probably shed ten. It's not that obvious that when you wear that smoothie king shirt, right? I, then it's like, you know, I, well, this I, one today he looks kind of like yeah, I look in a t shirt. I'm struggling. He does. Um, so <laughs> I've got this. He's got to get rid of smoothie king. body paint. He's got to get rid of. Well, the other day it happens. Adler, you want to talk about? I go, I go and you know we got the new Rick and Bubba ninety four shirt. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I went over and I, I leaned in because I love you. And I, I said, look, I'm, I know I, I'm just going to tell you before I get these shirts, you need to tell me what size you're really wearing now. Yeah. And, and, and I, I said, I, I don't think you can do medium in this one. I just don't. And well, I said, the, large. Cut, the cut's a little tight on yeah. They are. <laughs> Y'all, they are, by the way. <laughs> Two things. Order, I, order I, one size up. I set up. I've got this heavy bag, this boxing <laughs> boxing heavy bag at my house, hanging up. Ricky's got a heavy bag out in the backyard, and so I hit it every single day. By the way, I'm sorry, my Your neighbor was impressed. I'm sorry, my, I know she goes, "Are you learning to be a boxer?" I was like, "No, it's just my favorite exercise." And then favorite she said, exercise. "And then she said, I thought that was skateboarding," and I said, "That's number two. So that's the conversation I had with my neighbor. That really happened? That happened yes, did, yes. did you say I, I've named my, the, the boxing dummy Greg? Yes. <laughs> so, so, you got to just on. pound on Greg? Number one, <laughs> I thought my boxing technique was good. Number two, I didn't think I was fat. I set up a camera and filmed, filmed a little bit. <laughs> Both of those things. <laughs> and I watched it. And I'm like, all right, I suck at boxing and I'm fat. Okay? <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you. I learned you. a lot from that video. Hey, yeah, here's look, the video. If, if you if you ever want to know what you really look oh. like, just videotape yourself. No, oh, it is the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's better off just to not. There's so many things in my head. I that was I like think Rocky, I, that I think like, I'm owning it, and I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in my mind. <laughs> yeah. 
I thought I was Rocky Balboa in the driveway. You were thinking, just pretty, getting hey, after you know what it. you were thinking? Pretty good combinations. Wow, here I'm, I'm owning it. Pretty Looks threatening. Good, pretty good combinations. <laughs> and you know what? I, th- I think my abs are looking pretty good. My footwork is really good, no doubt. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Take a look at it. I'm like, I'm not even moving. I'm standing still. I thought I was running circles <laughs> around the bag. Another not arm. even moving. <laughs> and what is what's wrong with my shirt? <laughs> and when did I get love handles? I know. It's like the love in my heart that's growing for my daughter is is showing up on my hips. You know, Greg's heart grew three sizes when he had a grandchild. Your stomach has grown three <laughs> sizes. Oh, <laughs> Not three. I'm just It's uh, I mean, but you've put on you look a little I mean, I mean it, you look a little more dad than you did. I'm like a bowling ball walking around, guys. It's not good. Yeah. Bubba, like people are going to be like, "Oh, hey, father son here, do it." Right, right, right. But I must Bubba, warn you. Bubba, would you let your hair grow out? I must warn you, you know, the the hot challenge, you know, the, the it's unkind. I know. I know. When you're short, you gain 5 pounds and it's you can see it. It's like times 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's an inch per pound or something. Yeah. You know, you see it on the body. Yeah. How, how how was your weekend? Everything going well being dad and everything? It's awesome. You Great. Got, you, you got a good system. Oh yeah, Ruby's sleeping. Ruby's sleeping pretty good. She's sleeping. she's she's waking up on Saturdays earlier than I want her to, mm. but that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. That's part it. of it. And she's throwing up all over me all the time. Well, that well. too. Yeah. And as she gets bigger, her messes get bigger. Because yes. when she was like, oh yes, as big as my hand, I would just be like, <laughs> give me a napkin. It was cute. Yeah, give me and a now napkin. I'm now you gotta like, go take a shower. Yeah, yeah, bring a bucket and a mop if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Well, yes, I do. Remember, I was Greg's big brother. That's right. But uh, but anyway. So that, that is the. But she is amazing, guys. She she's really lighting up, and she likes me. She really she really likes well, me. That's a key. Give Some, it time. Sometimes you think that, and they've just got well, gas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we had the grandparents over. Um, Aaron's parents came over for Whoa. a little bit of hangout time with the baby. And it was like she she would get nervous every once in a while. I'd be like, wait a second, who are these people? I like these people. Who are who, yeah. who are these people? And then she would look at me, and she'd be like, oh, I know that long haired. Woman yeah. with a beard. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I'm safe with that Ooh, woman with a beard, yeah. and we're uh, okay. I'm okay. Things are okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to have an uncomfortable conversation with her when she can communicate that. Just say, now look, I want to clarify one thing: you don't have two moms. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Some gonna, of your friends at school do, but you don't. <laughs> I'm just gonna show her tons of old school WWE footage of wrestling. And be like, See, this is what a real man looks like, Ruby. <laughs> right. We're gonna Brett, start out Brett with the Hitman Hart and your and your dad. They're, That's they're right. the same. All right, we're, our Bible store tonight, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'd put a lot of pictures of that story up in the room. So how do you do you get along with your in laws pretty good? Like, oh yeah. Like good? Oh yeah, fantastic. Tell the truth. No, we we, we, do, we do. <laughs> okay, I'm just But you do marry you gotta you you wanna you wanna enjoy being around them. Right, because they're your friends. They're your they're your people. They they are who you're going. Did to it see. go well when Aaron first introduced you to them? Yeah, yeah, they like me. I think. <laughs> I think my daughter likes me, and I think my family. Okay. Likes me, how do they feel about the long hair? They're it, okay. They're okay with it. They probably don't love it. <laughs> and no, they're I, probably not like, hey, I love his hair. And I did say to my wife, like. Just about a week ago, I was like, "All right, I, need, I do need a haircut." And she said, "This is getting ridiculous." And, and she, she said, "Yes." Okay. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, my wife likes really like for instance for me to have a beard, but they're not just any beard. Right. You know what I mean? There's a point where she'll go, "Okay, we're heading over into Duck Dynasty. You need to address yeah. that." Gross beard, not good. Right. Man beard, good. Is this one of those things though? When you come in and we can't tell it. 
but she can probably. Yeah, so it's not going to be. Let me tell you, you're not going to take a foot off of it. Now, when you know you have long hair, is when you you go get a haircut and you have to tell everybody. They took two inches off. <laughs> I wish he'd have came in with a buzz I tell you, cut. I would have during the summer. I couldn't take it. It'd just be too. Now in the winter, it let's take come let's in take handy. just a second and picture that hair on Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just, my just color, take a second. My yeah. color. <laughs> I wish we all just looked like Brett the Hitman Hart. All of us uh, walking no, around. Yeah. That's twice you've gone no. back there. Is that is that the, was that our goal? He's, He's the, the guy. About the Hart Foundation. He's the guy. Yeah, <laughs> the Hart Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Got about that. Do you know wrestling's like still going on with like nobody there? I know it's yeah. really weird. So I don't watch it. So, I, but I've scanned by it a couple times. Like I'll see WWE as a <clears> choice, <throat> and I'll click on it. It's like they're carrying out these big, gigantic and presentations, and there's nobody there. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it feels like Georgia Championship. Yeah. We were growing up. <clears throat> you remember oh, Georgia uh, Championship? Didn't oh, they have Rick? Did they, I loved Gordon Soley. Oh yeah. I wish I was a professional wrestler. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Super nat. Wholeheartedly. I, I wish I was either Brett the Hitman Hart or Steve Irwin, the Crocodile Hunter. Oh, wow. but without the dying. Yeah, yeah at least that's that that alive, alive, alive. <laughs> Minus the stingray. Now coming to the stage, Adam Ant. All right, if you leave us, have a big, have a big day. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.